Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, that place that is uh, cooler than the other side of the pillow, that uh, amazing wonderland that is uh, too hot to handle and too cold to hold. Uh, we are all of the temperatures up in here, mercury rising. Uh, <laughs> I got a fever, and the only prescription is more Nerd of Godcast. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, my name is Tony T, and uh, we're going to talk for the next few minutes about some awesome and amazing things, things that will provoke your inner nerd to jump for joy, things that will inspire the depths of your heart to praise God, and uh, every shade of gray in between. With me, as always, is producer Steve-O. Hello, hello, hello. Aloha, my friend. What is going on in Steve-O land? Uh, not much. Just got back from a nice five-day retreat, which was good. That's what I did. I did the same exact thing. Really? Yes. No wonder, I wonder if we would have bumped into each other if we know about I, it. I would have deliberately avoided did, you if I'd have known you, you were there. Oh, snap. Yeah, I, I definitely well. would have. Uh, we, were, we went with our youth group to South Carolina. We, we go to a ranch up there, had a really, really wonderful time with a bunch of amazing teenagers who uh, I'm sure are avid listeners to this program. So shout out to the Revolution Student Impact and all those who went with us on the Revolution Ranch Retreat this uh, year. I did make everyone in my van listen to our all-play episode. Um, so. Not going to lie, I made everyone in my van listen to it as well. I thought. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, you're going to play trivia with us whether you they like were getting it or into not. It. They were like, what? Yeah. Why didn't I say that? It was great. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I ask myself that every day. <laughs> <laughs> moving, uh, moving on then, uh, player number three, the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Hello. Hi, Neff. What's going on, bud? Uh, not much. I had a busy day today. Are you busy day? Yeah. Good busy, busy or bad busy? Uh, good busy. I got a lot of stuff done. Getting busy. Yeah, I, I, I learned some scales on my trumpet, uh, played some Madden, I made, made a special dish. You know, everything was pretty good. So you're you're cooking. You're a music man. You're a football. You are the you are the Renaissance man, the man of the hour, the yes. Tower of Power, too sweet to be sour. The toast of the coast. <laughs> the toast the of the coast. coast, funky like a monkey. <laughs> Ooh yeah, jet flying, limousine, <laughs> limousine riding, intensity, intensity. Live at Budokan. Very good. Well, uh, we're glad to have you with us tonight. And rounding out our. Uh, <laughs> Polygon, our <laughs> rhombus of fun here tonight. Uh, yeah, Wait, ooh. How many I, I think that's. I think. Right? Yeah, that's I think we're sided. geometrically sound on that one. You're, oh. you're well within the boundaries. Our, our parallelogram of yeah. power, uh, is player. Uh, well, is the lovely Tory line. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Um, anything big happened to you over the past? Uh, Grad, 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 grad. Who's grad? grad. I am. I graduated today. Congratulations. 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 The only time that is contextually been appropriate. Absolutely appropriate. <laughs> Steven, the penguin says. Right, right. There it is. I am, I am the proud mother of a Bachelor of Science in Digital Arts and Design. Wait, you, wait, you birthed it? <laughs> it feels well, like I it. It feels like it. <laughs> Instead of nine months, it was it 22 was, it was grueling months. That is one heck of a gestation period. (laughs) It's like an elephant. Telling me. That's right. (laughs) But it's your uh, it's your student loans that'll have the stretch marks. I'm sure. Oh no, you are a scholarship kid. You're like you're super genius, mega talented. No, I just wrote a sappy paper. Aw. Why do you think you deserve it? Because my life is terrible. Please give me money. So you're here on account of an essay. Yes. Orale. 
All right. Sí. Muy bien. Uh, in the studio with us today, kind of standing off to the side, awkwardly looking on. At least I always feel awkward when people are looking on. I'm, I'm a, you know, a little more private and reserved. And <laughs> please don't judge me. Uh, we have a couple wonderful guests uh, from the Garden State, the great state of New Jersey, home of uh, Chris Christie. And from what I was told last night, uh, a better cheesesteak than the ones you can get in Philly. So uh, if, if somebody wants to uh, bring some of those cheesesteaks over here, I would be more than glad to be the judge of that. But um, but down here from New Jersey for, I, I guess there was something in your graduation they wanted to see. Yeah, I think they wanted to like, you know, at least see the setup of the school and stuff. Appreciate so. the lighting, the yeah. acoustics of the room. Yeah, I mean, it is full sale. They yeah. do a pretty good production there. It is an experience. We, so have, a, to, you know, we have a couple party. additional lines tonight. Uh, so double, tur- double line, double no. Turning triple our, lines. That's triple right. Lines. That's right. Turning our rhombus into a dodecahedron. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> College old paper. Now. Don't call College me out on paper, that one. Yeah, we're no, we're no, at least at lines. Pentagon <laughs> status right now. I'm not sure, but uh, we have your your brother uh, Dan mm-hmm. is with us. Hey Dan. Hello. Dan's back there. You can't really hear him, but he exists. I assure you. He's Say it louder, Dan. Hello. There you go. Don't ever do that again. Thank you. I will pinch you under the table, sir. Ow. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do it. It's pre- preemptive. Hand check. <laughs> and uh, and the source of your lovely, evidently. <laughs> yes. Uh, we have yeah. We have your mom with us. Yes. So the original Jersey tomato yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the house. The lovely. Becky, Becky be fine. Becky be fine. So Two. thank you for Two. being with us uh, tonight I to the. She is twice as fun. Well, it gives you something to grow into. <laughs> so now that we have everybody here, uh, let's open up tonight with a one-question interview. Woo! Yeah. Una pregunta, por favor. Uh, this is Easter weekend. Tonight is Good Friday. Uh, we, it's the day that we celebrate what Jesus did on the cross, the, the long walk up the hill of Calvary, and uh, the, the nails that he took, the stripes that he bore for our Sins, so we celebrate that. Moving into this weekend, we are most excited about uh, Easter that is coming up. Yay! Yay! Uh, do you guys yes. uh, do you guys Easter egg hunt in the line family? Was that part of your tradition or? No, no. Yes. No, not really. Not particularly. We're, get, we're getting a, uh, a look we, of malaise or on we from. <laughs> Most Mama line. Uh, egg hunts would be at the church, and then like we would change churches a lot, and so it'd be a little different every year. And so it never stuck in my mind what we did. The egg hunts were so bad they had to switch churches. That's a, yeah, that's this why, egg that's hunt why was, why was not up to my liking. Yeah. <laughs> but we did no do, chocolate candies. Really, First Baptist? But we'll <laughs> any? <laughs> we will usually get like a like a candy or something, and then my grandparents will bring over um, baskets for the the babies. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, I know. I know the the Neffs egg hunted. Oh, we. Do you guys um, still do it? I'm a mom side. I'm a mom side of the family. They hide them in the backyard of of my grandparents' house, mm-hmm. and the little ones go out. And we also get big Easter baskets with. You, know, you, you still do. Yes. Boy, you grown. You know that, right? I know. Okay, that's cool. Whatever. My grandma really loves me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> my cavities hate me. That's right. Uh, Steven, do you guys do you guys egg hunt when you well, you have a little baby niece, so you probably do. I don't know what they do. I think they come. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, sure Stephen's like happens. I'm at church from sunrise babies. to sunset they're, on Easter they're Sunday. They're five and three, and then the baby's one and a half. Well, wait, well, you're five. No more egg hunting for you. Get a I job. Don't, I don't know. Well, they're not babies. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. Little little kids. Yeah, I know. But you can egg hunt until you're <laughs> like me and my me and my sister. Wait, answer the question. Till you're what? 
Finish that statement. You can egg hunt until you're what? What is the acceptable age at which you can no longer egg hunt? I think one, yeah, I think once one you get off the did, kids' menu. Like, yeah. Once you were in the youth group, you were helping to facilitate the egg hunt. But if you weren't in youth group yet, you were egg hunting. Participating? Participating. Do you have any uh, egg hunts of note, Dan Line? No. <laughs> so glad Not I thrilling. moved the microphone for you to jump in on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Truly definitely, no. definitely worth the adjustment I had to make there. All right. Uh, um, yeah, we, no. We, I didn't egg hunt. <laughs> this this was my problem with egg hunting, and we're not even to the one question yet. When no. I was when I, I was the firstborn of my grandmother's grandchildren, so when we would get together with all the cousins, I was always the oldest, and uh, and when we would go out egg hunting, my mom would encourage me to do the job, you know, to like yeah. lay down and like let the other, let the littler kids get them. And I'm yes. like, what in the crap? Why? But that's not fair. <laughs> I'm taller than them. I can see them better. I'm faster than them. And I can trip them because they're not smart enough to watch out for it. Listen, <laughs> age and treachery will always overcome youth and, 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 and passion. You know, like I, I can absolutely win this thing. And I remember one, one Easter inside the grill on the back in the backyard was the prize egg the oh big God. gold one that had like a dollar in it instead of a tootsie roll what? Uh, and and i found the prize egg and my my little cousin saw it as i opened it ran up and snatched it and i'm like oh no he didn't and i was ready to throw down and um my mom made me give him the egg wow and i felt so betrayed by my mom oh. <laughs> i was like really like we were I sprung from your womb. <laughs> Why would you do this to me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there was this one time when uh, I was a lot younger and there was eggs all over the place out of this big field of a church that we had. Yeah, and I put uh, way more faith in the egg hunters than I should have and I thought that they were buried underground. <laughs> so I would go digging for them and I found a white... Uh, it was actually a, like a piece of like stone or marble or something, but I spent the whole time digging for that particular egg, thinking that. that it was much bigger than it actually was, and I got almost no eggs. Wow. Found a fossilized Easter bunny. <laughs> That's a human skull, Daniel. I sold it for $5,000. One, one Easter, this is totally random, and I've just never told this story to anybody in my entire life, and there's so few stories that I've never told. In my nightstand, uh, and I was four, four years old, um, and in my nightstand, I, I remember pulling out my top drawer on an Easter morning, and there was something that was stuck and jammed behind it, and it was a sticker book. And uh, I was like, what in the world? It's stuck behind my drawer. And I pulled the drawer all the way out, and I reached in there, and it was an Easter sticker book. It had, uh, it, which is like a coloring book, but it had like a little page in the middle for stickers. I don't know if they still make those for the kids. Yeah, and I was so delighted, and I was so impressed at the Easter bunny's cunning that he would, <laughs> that he would hide it behind the drawer inside my nightstand. Uh, what had happened was I had gotten that Easter uh, sticker book the year before, and it had fallen behind my drawer at some point in the year. I had forgotten that I'd gotten it the year before and thought that the Easter Bunny had come back and given me this thing very cleverly hidden. A replacement. Which is, Well, no, no, I didn't remember the first one, oh. <laughs> which inspired me not to uh, appreciate, admire, and adhere the stickers to the pages thusly. <laughs> it made me think, well, where else did we, he hide yeah. things? <laughs> so I began pulling every drawer out of oh, no. everything in my house. Looking, we got like the cutlery drawer in the kitchen <laughs> and on the ground, like pulling stuff down. What are you in the world are you doing? Oh, it's the Easter Bunny. <laughs> he upped his game. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to up mine. Um, you um, stole Deacon's Easter basket. No way. That was ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. <laughs> 
I don't get that reference. Uh, yeah. Bill yeah. Ted's Bogus Journey. You've oh seen it. yeah, that's the worst movie. Uh, I love sequels, it. No. like sequels like that, are the worst. Anyway, can we go back to our one question? Yeah, can we do that? Okay, what's the what's uh, and this is kind of a two part because Easter is you know part Easter Bunny, part Jesus. So you know it's a, <laughs> it's already sort of a, a two headed uh, holiday. Anyway, uh, two headed question here for our one question interview: best and worst Easter candy. Oh, Tori, go. The worst. Are those I don't like whoppers. The and, robin eggs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, here, it's Easter themed. I'm like, this is disgusting. Don't what like don't you that. like about whoppers? The texture. The that multi like the grainy. Weird, yeah. It's like it's, it's like a gritty chewing candy. on chalkboard. I don't like it. It's no. very uncomfortable. That's the way I feel about Smarties. The little yeah. roll of things. Like, I, don't I do mind not I don't Smarties want, as much, but that's just like I, to me I it's chewing on chalkboard. When I was in middle school, kids used to crush up the Smarties and thing and pretend like they were smoking them. Because it would create like a powder, and it would like it was. We didn't smoke them; we snorted them. That's worse. Where, did you guys go to middle school in a crack house? <laughs> we went to public <laughs> school. We went to public school in Orlando. <laughs> I went to public school and it wasn't that. Yeah, but bad. it was in Jersey, not Florida. Yeah, this is Florida. Um, We're all crazy. Here. The kids they would pull the filling out of a Cadbury cream egg and inject it. Like what in the world? <laughs> Need my medicine, man. <laughs> drugs are bad, kids. Don't don't do, don't drugs. do drugs, please. Never worth it. Maybe Steven, caffeine. What's, well, I didn't answer the second. The uh, well, the best I, I thought we'd go front. around with the worst. I mean, okay. you, you kind of gave oh, us a little off. Oh, we're to start off with the off worst? Off Why not? Uh, peeps. Absolute peeps. Peeps are the worst. No. Aww. I will not I, I will not attest Tor- to this. Tori, cocked your head to the side, stuck her finger up in the air. I don't know if that was an amen or an oh me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> you like the peeps? I'm st- I, those are my favorite. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. the ones in your cabinet. Just Did I had peeps in my cabinet? Those might have been from when I was three. Oh, well. Those were what I found behind the cover. <laughs> Tori, I apologize for what I'm about to say, but you're wrong. Peeps are god awful. I hate this. Is what I don't understand. Often, if you so. if you enjoy if you don't like the and I understand the flavor of the Whopper or Robin eggs is very strong, but the texture of a Peeps. I mean, you got this chewy thing, but outside it's covered in sandpaper. I love it. It's like I grainy. Feel like, I feel it's like, like <laughs> I feel like it's. I don't know. I like the texture because I don't like marshmallows, but I like Peeps. It's the strange like I worst like combination of mouthy feely to me is, is the Peeps. <laughs> you know? Like I'll eat a Peep. But you know that everything else is gone by the time I do. It's like, well, well, crap. I can't. I cannot stand peeps. Like I don't a, like them. Like I'm sorry, Tori. Sorry. Mouth. I'll usually <laughs> hear. What'd you say? Mouth. I'm sorry. What did you say? I was arguing with Tori. Yes. What? Uh, what? What's your What's your least favorite Easter candy? No. Um, I don't like the. Not the Cadbury eggs, but the ones that are filled with the orange filling. Like the creamy, goopy ones? The orange. The orange. It's o- just Orange specifically. It's just a gross filling. Oh. I, I don't like it. No. I feel like most Easter candy isn't very good. No, I, but, I mean, that one especially. I, I just, like the Reese's eggs. Those are good. Yeah, first off. If <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> any, any kind of chocolate candy that has that little uh, rabbit on it, the Paws. Haas, there it's like. I know you're talking. No Palmer, it's Palmer. Yeah, yeah. Palmer, you give me one of Palmer chocolates, I'm gonna look at you say, what? What am I worth to you? The greatest though are like solid chocolate crosses that don't make me uncomfortable at all. Or or this crosses, or like this random like white chocolate cross that has like the little colored rose on it. Yes, and you're like, am I supposed to? Hold on, hold on. I need you to get up, please. I need you to stand aside. Your mom is freaking out back we're, there. Come we're on, switching, we're Be- switching Becky, lines. Becky, slide, slide, slide up it, here. First in. off, she gave me a thumbs up when I said peeps were the worst, and that made me happy. Um, when I was a child. Hi, Becky. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, when my, when I was a child, my grandmother, and I can tell the story because my grandmother has passed now, and you know, God rest her soul. But she would 
go to great lengths to make these enormous sheep that were solid. Sheep. Sheep. Ah. Solid chocolate sheep. And crosses that also, yes, very uncomfortable. It's weird. And crosses on a stick. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they were crosses. Let's make it more realistic. It's like a a popsicle. (laughs) 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 But I'm not a big white chocolate fan to this day because of this, and they were always all white. They were just awful, and they were you could never bite through them because they were solid. They solid. were the hollow ones, and they were big. And she would make, there was three of us kids, and so we would each get a basket full of this horrible, awful, awful chocolate, and we'd have to eat it. And she was a really bad cook, and, <laughs> and she would spend so much time with this. And so we would have to eat the chocolate to make Grandma feel better. You know, feel good. Short. Oh, it was horrible. And so every and he's just like, Mom, do we have to eat grandma's chocolate? You're gonna eat the chocolate, you're gonna like the dad is like, Do you wanna eat the chocolate? I don't wanna take eat Take off the bunny costume. <laughs> <laughs> Go upstairs and take it off. Despite what she eat it when she comes over. Thank so you. the the chocolate sheep were bad. They were bad. Uh, you're, you're grounded. grounded. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So terrible. so No Magusta. What uh what about your favorite, Neff? Ooh. I don't know. See, I kind of like the Robin eggs, but at the same time, I don't really like Whoppers in general. So it's like a weird. I like jelly beans. Jelly beans. I'm gonna have to second that. Dude, jelly beans are like jelly beans are good all year round, that's dude. True. I have I have my little uh, 25 cent machine in my house that's filled with jelly bellies. Wait, uh, oh. whoa, 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 Tori, Tori, what did you do? What ha- what happened to what? I have a 25 cent machine in my house Had? that is filled with jelly bellies. Yes. That is filled with jelly bellies? What? <laughs> no, I didn't have that many. I just, I did make frequent stops, but there's definitely still some in there. She it's moved not, it next to the bed. I'm going to Okay, let me clarify for those that don't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, I forgot the context of that one. Yeah, Tori's mom's here because Tori and I are getting married. Nope. Right? No, um, no. Well, we were while we were on our retreat, Tori stayed uh, at my house. She house sat for me. Busted and a light. Now it busted a light as is Dude, as she is wont to do time. every time she's every been in my house. Time. You did. She again. is the bringer yes. of darkness. Apparently. And uh, now, now my twenty-five cent machine uh, filled with jelly bellies. It's in a corner in the back of that. It's not even on the way to anything. Like you have to make a special trip. <laughs> and I make the. How many cranks do you do at one time? Two. 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 Because I find one is not enough, but, it's not. but three is hard to hold on to. Yeah, I don't do three. And then I just take, I'll like pick out the ones I like and be like, I don't know what the rest of these are. And I just, and just shot them up. <laughs> I do. It's See, like what you should caramel, do is popcorn, coffee, and Dr. Pepper. It's a delightful ad- adventure. So were you agreeing with Neff on, on jelly beans as the best? Well, as good, because when I was little, I wouldn't get them all year But we're not going for good. We're going for great, and there's a big difference between the two. What's the, what is, okay, so what is your great Thank you. Easter candy? My favorite I, And is, I agree with you also now. Thank you. You're My, not wrong. It's a toss-up between Peeps and Jelly Beans. Uh, what about Peep-flavored Jelly, or Jelly Bean-flavored Peeps? Or Peep-flavored Jelly Beans? I think beans? that would just be a big Jelly Bean. I think Steven needs to lay down. <laughs> Steven, what's your favorite, man? Uh, without a doubt, um... Reese's uh, chocolate egg. I will tell. Let me back. I have to go to bat for my brother here. Reese's peanut butter cups are a wonderful invention. Uh, They, I mean, if it's the word of God was inspired by the Holy Spirit, whatever the next step down is, (laughs) Reese's peanut butter cups. I don't know who Reese was, but I will meet him one day in God's kingdom, 
and and I will thank him. I will say thank you for giving. Uh, on a side note, but I was, uh, the, the Reese's egg is fantastic. to me the best ratio of chocolate to peanut butter. Yes. Way more satisfying. Yes. Than, okay. I'm sorry. I agree with you. You, I was you at, were going to go on a side I note. A, I was at a place today that it was a barbecue place that also has a sweet shop inside of it, and they had a Reese's we, wait, cupcake. Wait, wait, we, can, we can give a shout out to Four Rivers. Four that's, River Smokehouse. That's a Christian owned company. They're the Chick Fil A oh. of BBQ. And they're, it's fantastic. Went there today. I got the sliders. I got a brisket. Okay, don't I got go overboard. Pork. No. Just, just, I'm sorry. I'm, get, I was very get to happy the point. With it. And uh, they were have they had uh, their assortment of cupcakes and sweets and whatnot. Let me guess. They had a Reese's peanut butter cup one. They did, but every single uh, lady. That was back there making the sweets. We're saying, yeah, we have Reese's uh, peanut butter cup okay, stuff. Okay, listen, and I, to me. And I right took now, everything in me to not correct them. This is and, this is my. I'm going to the airwaves here. This is Radio Free Europe. All right, right now, <laughs> this is your your free emergency broadcast lesson of the day. They are called Reese's peanut butter cups. Alternately, the candy coated bite sized peanut butter bites are Reese's. Pieces. They were named thusly because Reese's rhymes with pieces. They are not Reese's. They are certainly not Reese's pieces. Figure out your life, get a dictionary, and stop insulting my candy and my intelligence with your barbaric slaughtering of the English language. That is right. Reese, apostrophe, Reese's. They belong belong to to Reese. Reese. This is not the first time he's heard my tirade, apparently. Uh, Tell us how you really feel. Don't hold back. Don't candy coat it. Don't. You're grounded. That was great. She said don't candy coat it. I think they heard that. They might might have in their souls. Uh, In their souls. (laughs) Did I say what my worst one was? No. I didn't. didn't. I think you mentioned that peeps are terrible. Peeps are terrible. For me, it goes, it's it's one end of the spectrum to the other. It is the Cadbury cream egg is the worst Easter candy because it has the potential to be the best Easter candy. It seems like on the surface it should be so good, but once you're halfway through one, you're like, oh my God. Goodness, what am I? I feel like I feel like Willy Wonka just threw up in my mouth. Blah. Like, what is happening here? Like a mama bird. <laughs> like a mama yeah. bird. However, as as you as you tiptoe Ugh. the the uh, the Raichu to its Pichu <laughs> is uh, the Cadbury Mini Egg, which is the small chocolate hard candy coated. Uh, it's like. It's like the Super Saiyan form of M&M's. It's wonderful, <laughs> and it's delightful, and the chocolate in it is immaculate. And if I had a bag in front of me right now, you would hear crunch, crunch, crunch all night long as I ate a ridiculous amount of Cadbury mini eggs. Because I, I will buy them and just kind of – this season, I, 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 now is the winter of my discontent. I will just eat them until I'm – I will just – I will eat them until I'm fishnicked. Anyway, uh, well, we'd love to know what your favorite or least favorite Easter candy is. Let us know. Uh, you can connect with us online through one of our various sundry web-based outlets. You can connect with us on the Twitter at Nerd of Godcast, Facebook at Nerd of Godcast, on the Instagram at Nerd of Godcast, or you can email us. That's nerdofgodcast at gmail.com, or even stop by our own little website. That's nerdofgodcast.com. Lots of ways for us to connect, hang out. You can exchange quips, questions, or clever animated gifts with us. And uh, we would love to meet you out there. Uh, let us know what your favorite candy is, and we will celebrate the Risen King by eating sweets together. You guys know what time it is right now. It's snack time. Snack time, everybody. 
Seriously, snack. Actually, have a snack time theme song. I know, I sing over it every time. Every time. I encourage it. Both times. I heard it, I'm like, we gotta just replace it. Come on. I just love Neff's Randy Dillon, so I wanna hear it every time. Who's Randy Dillon? It's Randy Newman and Bob Dillon. Yeah, that's what he sounds like. That's what it is. Hello, Newman. <laughs> Newman. So Neff is uh, Neff is the sponsor of Snack Time tonight, and I have no idea what I'm looking at here, man. It is wet and beanie. This is a southern delicacy known as venison chili. Well, hold on a second, cowboy. Uh, does venison mean what I think it means? What do you think it means? Bambi. Yes. yes. Okay. Is right. deer you meat ha- chili? You've never had venison until you had in spaghetti. Mm. I've, had, okay. I've had I've had venison well, spaghetti. We don't have pasta su- here, Tori. You bring southern. any udon? We could just pour this over top of it. Go straight chili mac on us. I went for the southern thing. Chili. All right. So uh, is this venison? It's deer meat. It's deer meat with beans and uh, what? What else is in it? Is there anything the I need to be afraid of? I mean, just spices and uh, tomato. Is there basil? There's basil. I'm allergic to basil. Are you really? No. Oh, my Nestor's God. asked me, he goes, Stephen, are you allergic to basil? I said, extremely. And oh. just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well. Well. <laughs> it's been good having you on the well, show. already cooked More it when he asked me that. Neff's got his eye on player two. I just want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just get ready, player one. All right. Uh, you're grounded. Put a pin in that. I need to come back to that. Okay. Um, all right. Thank you, Lord, for this food. Amen. One, two, three. Eat the ducky mouse. There it is. <laughs> Eat the deer meat mouse. <laughs> All right. Do you sure you don't? You sure you Eat don't? Eat the bammy mouse. Sure you don't want any of this? Mmm. That's tasty. <laughs> um. Oh. Okay. I'll go for it. It See, I've had venison before, so I love this. It has cooled down. First off, so I don't, it's it's not bad even cool. It's good. That's got a very nice. That's how you know you make it. good chili. If you can eat your chili hot and cool, that's good chili. I concur. I think that's a good call. I that's didn't very know. tasty, Neff. I um, mm, I want they more. used to call me Chef Neff. No, back they did On the farm. No, they didn't. That Neff boy RD. <laughs> Um, oh. Neff, I really, I want to encourage you. <laughs> that was a Tory look that she, he just gave me. <laughs> He's sleeping with. Not Tory, enough. make the face. There it is. <laughs> it was more happy. It was more happy. Hey, uh, Dan, nope. Dan giving the sideways glance that the lines uh, have have been renowned for. Neff, I think you need to keep working on this, man. This could be a winner for Super Bowl next year. Mm. This is this is really tasty. I need to get my hands on some more venison because <laughs> my, friend, my, friend, my friend brought this to me at work. Um, his friend is a deer hunter. Um, so so not, not like a Christopher Walken, but... <laughs> You're grounded. It's very tasty. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to see how everyone's tummy handles the um, complex carbohydrates we just ingested. Over the that, next oh, by the way, the venison gone. is from November 2014. If you freeze it, it's... <laughs> okay. Oh, and, and it also... What's the like expiration date? Demonia. Also, no, he killed it because he hit it with his truck. If you, if you freeze... <laughs> He's not so much as a deer hunter. <laughs> no, if you, if you freeze deer meat, it'll last a long time, like three four years. He's not so much the deer hunter as he is man with really bad luck and good insurance. <laughs> First, Neff texts me, and he's like, yeah, we're going to serve real southern food. Can get you some he texted awesome. all of us. And I'm like, no, please. And then you got mad at us, so I said... 
really yeah, Stephen got salty. And wait, wait, wait. Was very I, we were in the middle, we were of, the in the session, middle of doing said, like ministry with students. And I, all at our I retreat. said was snoot, snoot. In the middle of a session, thanks, because I didn't have time to type out a whole long tirade. Stephen was leading a small group. He was yeah. leading teenagers didn't to Christ. Know. I know, but that's but he didn't say you guys suck and I'm sorry you, you're going to burn in a devil's hell. He just said <laughs> we're in a session. Thanks, you know. <laughs> he wasn't quick draw enough with the the picture of Tommy Lee Jones reading the newspaper saying that's enough so, Neff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, very, very tasty enough. Thank you so much Thank for uh, for snack time. We appreciate it. It's better warm. Uh, I'm, it's well, good. I enjoy I will, it. I will enjoy bad. my leftovers. I'm going to hand these to you and just ask you if you could just take them back out of here because... Wait, you're not going to finish yours? Uh, I'm not going to finish mine at this time it just good, because yeah. we need to move on. But I do appreciate that you, you brought your, so your spoons from home as well. Th- thank you, Dan Line. So, there he goes again. So, so Neff is gone. Let's talk about him real quick. All right. Seriously, deer meat from 2014. I was okay with it until he said 2014. It's like also the the deer the, had AIDS. The deer, <laughs> it had, it had I, ba- uh, Bambi herpes. The very and first time now I, you do too. The very first time I had deer meat was in a cheesesteak. And it was really gross. And I was very unimpressed as a child. And I've stayed away. Stay, stayed, stayed away. Stayed away. Stayed away. Since then, but that was good. I, we I we went it. to a little store when we were we took the kids shopping in one of the little touristy shopping areas where we, where we went, uh, and and there was a one of these little stores that was all about jerky, and there the Did reason the reason my attention was drawn to it was because it had a wooden sign with letters kind of burned into it that was pointing into the store that just said Om Nom Nom, <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> and I said okay, well let's go into Om Nom Nom here. And it was a store of just jerky packets. And they had all these exotic and unusual different kinds of jerky. Did they have possum? They, uh, I don't remember seeing possum jerky. Good. But they did have, uh, they had a, a various, uh, lots of sea life. They lots had turkey of, jerky. Really? They had turkey jerky. They had bacon jerky. They yeah, had fun to say. buffalo jerky. They had, uh, you know, the standard beef jerky. They had, uh, like, mako jerky. Um, like the shark, mm-hmm. mako jerky, oh, is salmon, that legal? salmon jerky. There was I don't think so. all, all in America. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't think it, I don't think shark like shark fin soup is illegal. Sheena bought this um, African jerky, which to me, I don't know. When I think of like African dining, I think of you know Bambi AIDS, and I think, well, what what are we gonna eat? It was, so hey. it was, he said that you, <laughs> <laughs> I made Bambi AIDS. <laughs> yeah, we we know. I can talk about eating Bambi. No, I guess this African jerky, what they do is instead of slicing the meat and then, I don't know, jerkying it, whatever the process <laughs> is, it. Uh, they, they would take the meat, they would do whatever they do to it, and then they would slice it off in like shreds or something. I don't know, but it's African, and she bought it for her dad. So I hope that he Does likes he like African jerky. He, he likes jerky. I didn't realize this about my father in law. Uh, he always keeps beef jerky on him. What? Which is just, the opposite of you. You buy beef jerky, take two bites, and give it to me. I know. I don't know what my thing is. For the past <laughs> couple weeks, I've never liked beef jerky like my whole life. Past couple weeks, I've been like buying beef jerky. Oh. And then I'll just like buy it and take like two bites of it and go, all right, that's good. I and then like hand it to somebody else. We were. I bought four packs of beef jerky on our <laughs> retreat <laughs> last week. And I didn't go like fancy African beef jerky. I went like, you know, Jack, Jack Link's, Link's. <laughs> o- Oberto's or whatever was Oberto's on sale good. At, the, at the store. And I would buy it and I'm driving in the van. And first off, you open beef jerky in the vehicle, and it automatically smells like all the dog food just showed up. It's terrible. Mm, goes yep. teriyaki awesome. flavor. So I have these kids in the back of the van, and so you can't open beef jerky discreetly. No. Because you open it, and everyone's like, what was that? And you go, uh, I guess. So I got kids in a 15-passenger van all the way in the back going, can I get some? 
So the the kids in the seat right behind me, they're actually like running defense for me. They're they're like, no, we're the wall. The jerky's not getting past us. <laughs> like, I really I really appreciate it, you guys. Just pass pass him some jerky. So man, I got a whole big old satchel of jerky. Pass I take one little one little schmeckin, pass it back. Man, that thing comes up, it ain't got nothing but a silica packet in it. I'm like, <laughs> what did you guys it's like feeding I, a cow to the raptors? Yeah, wait, this this bag started off with four silica packets. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute, guys. Some people just didn't know what beef jerky is in it. I'm never having beef jerky oh, no. again. One of, one, one of you is gonna have a very dry poop tonight. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, you went to the. You came back from the ranch. Like we stayed at the ranch the first night, and him and uh, Sheena went to go get like extra plates or something. He comes back and just tossed me beef jerky. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I can't. I, help I bought it. I only wanted the one bite. It's yours. I need to start hanging out with you more because I love beef jerky. That's right. Yeah, the the crumbs that fall from the master's table. The ones that fall from my table are beef jerky. So I don't even like beef jerky. It's a weird thing. Like the idea of it weirds me out, grosses me out. So good. It's too expensive. Like the, I like fruit jerky. Like the, like the fruit price leather. to jerky. Ratio is terrible. Yeah, I'm looking at and and I only bought it. In fact, the the four packs of jerky that I bought, I bought because they were on sale. I think wherever we stopped, maybe at the Wawa, uh, of course, they had um, was like, get this beef jerky, get get the second beef jerky for a dollar. So I was like, okay, it was like still ninety seven dollars for doing that. What happened? I I like I like the sheets of beef jerky that you can buy at like the Circle K, like to for nighttime. Like (laughs) I just like covering up (laughs) in in beef jerky sheets. No, I jerky (laughs) pillowcase. I get, I get, I've got, I got Slim Jims from a pillar. <laughs> I get 97 sheets and make a diary out of beef turkey. <laughs> it's like what the salted notebook. <laughs> this sheet is 100. This beef turkey's not done. I sent you beef turkey 365 <laughs> days. It's not over. Still not over. What do you want? I want beef jerky. It's, it's not, not that, that simple. simple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, uh, oh, I think I just a beef jerky on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> look so, at the swans beef jerky. Just, look at I, it. Just, just living with like a, a meat uh, beef jerky sculpture. First we need time, to, we need to time find. I've had beef jerky. It was hanging from a Ferris wheel. We need to have uh, another uh, 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 some kind of run where we come up with movies and just insert beef jerky into it. You know, Titanic, the beef jerky story. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll never, I'll never jerk beef, Jack. I'll never. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never jerk beef. Good job, Bruce. You're never gonna jerk the beef again. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of movies in my mind and how we can incorporate beef jerky into it. Like draw, like let go of that beef jerky. <laughs> Autobots transform and eat beef jerky. <laughs> form of I'll never, Wonder Twins. Form I'll ne- of beef jerky sheet. <laughs> I'll, I'll never let go of Jack Links. <laughs> oh. Fantastic. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, how do we get it? Finesse. All right, cool runnings. <laughs> I just want to hear that sound. Def. Hey, man. Hey, man. mi rasta. Get the beef jerky. That's wrong. That's the wrong kind of jerk jerk meat there. <laughs> oh, this jerky man, you know you can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> we eat jerky on uh, the bomb sled team. <laughs> oh. uh. <laughs> Dan, you're allowed to laugh. <laughs> cool running is actually a story about a Jamaican like freezer full of jerky. Cool running. Oh, uh, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. <laughs> Beef jerky. <laughs>
to each other. I don't know. I brought it up. Beef jerky for everyone. Okay, oh, we killed it. Jerky! Beef of it. Try this Jack Leaks. Any, any Batman movie. <laughs> I'm beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Where are the beef Master White. Yeah, Where's beef jerky? Who's the leader of the beef jerky? This is the beef jerky. This is the beef jerky we need, not the beef jerky we deserve. And that's the it's not brand. about what I do; it's what I eat that defines me. <laughs> <laughs> just pulls a little bit of packet, just a little packet of beef jerky. Oh, oh my goodness! This is hurting my insides. <laughs> either, that, I think I feel either that or the, the deer jerky. chili just kicked in. Wait, would it be bat jerky? Bad jerky. He's got he's got his Ew. own brand new bad jerky. Available at Walmart. Expiration never. <laughs> bad, oh, I get it. Bad jerky forever. <laughs> the, the very uh, bad sequel, food poisoning. Bad jerky returns. Thank <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> you, like that one. I mean, someone's laughing. <laughs> so we can agree that the this this has taken a turn for the worst. <laughs> Uh, I was just thinking of a new title for the episode: Beef Jerky Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, here's a little ray of sunshine. It's the best thing ever, 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 ever. The best thing ever, which started all all the way back on episode one. Like in like November, uh, August last year, Uh, a, a year ago. Still, at least a full year newer than the beef, the, the deer was. <laughs> the, 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 the venison. Uh, we, we started Best Thing Ever on episode one, and the idea was that we would go through a bracket system through a tournament, and we would determine what was the coolest, powerfulest, most powerful, uh, most impressive, and, and most incredible part of a series. And, and the, the, the volume that we have started out with is Mecha versus Kaiju. Mecha, giant, uh, robotic devices, kaiju being, you know, big monsters inspired by the, the Japanese movies and folklore. So we we had our tournament and we went through. Do you guys you guys remember who was in in the first best thing ever? I'll, I'll give a quick recap to um, our, our lineup that we started out with. Uh, we had um, Godzilla versus Cloverfield. We had them versus King Kong, the Balrog versus Maleficent. Sorry, Tori. Giga Bowser versus Sin, Megazord versus Voltron, hmm. Mecha Godzilla versus Gypsy Danger, Giant Krang versus Mega Maid, and Devastator v the Iron Giant. And at the final round, uh, we whittled it all the way down to uh, really a timeless the challenge. One seeds. The number one seeds uh, it was a, a classic lineup, and it was Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. So we, we ran this uh, poll all last week. The results came in yesterday as the polls closed. You don't have to drumble or anything like that, but uh, what what would your predictions be? Hopefully. Tori? I'd say probably Godzilla because he's such a classic. Neff, what do you think, man? I know I voted for Godzilla because he's the king of monsters and he's beaten Mecha Godzilla before. So I feel I felt like he was going to Take home the cake. I, I he was the early favorite too from the beginning. But he's only beaten Mechagodzilla in scripted, predetermined ending type scenarios. I mean, if they were really going toe to toe, if it was really a street fight, I mean, I don't know. Hulk Hogan would beat Macho Man Randy Savage on Saturday Night's main event. But if they were really fighting one another, I think the Macho Man would have. 
turned him into a Slim Jim, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, the, the, when you have the predetermined, and we're back <laughs> on the beat. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> I forgot that he was snapping to a Slim Jim. That. Needle excitement, snap into a Slim Jim. I was just, oh, I was just yeah. going to that video where someone just took all of his... When <laughs> 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 he's like taking a breath. <laughs> Give me to the boiling point. <laughs> Bone saw is ready. <laughs> oh, that's a nice outfit. Did your husband buy it for you? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, from Spider-Man. 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 Okay, yeah. Yeah. okay so, so I guess we go back to... Uh, when did Spider-Man come out? 2002. 2002. So I guess that was the last time it was okay for a superhero movie to make a gay joke uh, uh, I guess so yeah right yeah yeah Toby you insensitive swine uh, Steven <laughs> what, what, what would your prediction be Mecha- Godzilla Godzilla well uh, the people have spoken and with a hearty hearty screech from the Japanese sea Godzilla has walked away with the title of best thing ever <laughs> Yes. So after uh, after a long, drawn out series, we have um, we have come to the conclusion. I hope that it was definitely worth all of the build up. But we have determined, without a doubt, that Godzilla, your mom just reached up and ran her fingers through your hair. I have no. She did, she earlier just kind of went and went like like fixed her hair from the back, and I'm like, oh, she's such a mother. There's somebody at school who will just she'll just precious me. She'd be like, you're very pettable today, Tori. I'm like, thank you, Britta. Keep doing that. Britta's the worst. I've heard stories about Britta. <laughs> she has no filter. Uh, she uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I missed it. Tori was talking about Britta. I missed the joke. Listen. She has no filter. <laughs> Neff is going to walk out of here. <laughs> really? That's brilliant. Hey, yeah. slow down there, Boomerang. We're trying to do a show here. I didn't hear right? it at first. Uh, That's the second time that's happened tonight, all right? Uh, I I said, Tori's distracting me. Um, yeah. Now, Becky, you can't keep laughing at everything Neff says like this because <laughs> he's going to well, be no, impossible to live with. She's laughing at my with. stuff, too, so I want no, her to keep not. laughing. No, she's not. Never she stop. Never stop. Here's the next best thing ever. Uh, it's going to be coming up on the next episode of the Nerd of Godcast. We will begin again. Uh, and uh, are you ready for the lineup of best thing ever version two? Yeah. Yes. Volume two. Yes. Best thing ever 2.0. Best thing ever revolutions. The squeak wall. Season two. Best thing ever dead man's chest. Season season two. Now my uh, chest. All right. Because <laughs> you're alive, sir. Are you dead? All right. I don't understand. So, so that's it. Thanks for being a console. All so, right. That's where my heart is. <laughs> all right. So are you guys ready for the the lineup for best thing ever? Yeah. Is there a title two? for it? Like the last one's Mecha versus Kaiju. This is, is there is a there is definitely a theme that goes through this. Um, are you ready? We'll see if you guys can figure out the theme. And I'll give you the lineups. Are you ready? Yes. Here Whoa, what was that? We go. <laughs> you just freaked me <laughs> out. I'm the sorry. <laughs> these have been these have been set up and randomized, so the brackets are already filled out on challenge.com. And here we go. Round one will be Star Lord, Peter Quill. Peter Quill. Versus Terry McGinnis, Batman Beyond. Oh. <laughs> is this, is Round this? two will be Steve Rogers, Captain America, versus the Watchman's Rorschach. Ooh. Round three will be Batman versus T'Challa, the Black Panther. <gasps> oh. Round four, Catwoman versus the Black Widow, Selena V. Natasha. Oh. Round five will be Hawkeye versus Green Arrow. I know what it is. Round six will be Bucky Barnes versus Iron Man. 
Round seven will be The Punisher versus Daredevil, and round eight will be Batgirl versus Elektra. Season two of Best Thing Ever is... Men versus women? No, no. I don't know. What is it? Marvel vs. DC? Dan, Dan Line has his hand up. What? What is your... Superheroes without superpowers. That is correct. Oh, that is absolutely it. It well, is. When did Captain America technically have a superpower? It is a battle oh. of non-powered superheroes. No, Captain America has peak human performance, but it is not superhuman yeah. physical performance. Technically, Daredevil has a superpower, but because his power doesn't enhance his strength, uh, it is merely extrasensory power. It does not count as a superpower. So okay. it is. It is superheroes that fight at at human or peak human levels. That's what I thought about at first until you said Captain America. Yeah. Because in my mind, in my mind if Captain right. America can oh, can hold really a building and a helicopter and not keep them from flying away. Dude, what if we get Batman versus Batman Beyond? Yeah. Super uh, Star-Lord, Batman Beyond, Captain America, Rorschach, Batman, Black Panther, Catwoman, Black it, Widow, Hawkeye, Green Arrow, Arrow, Bucky Barnes, Iron Man, Punisher, Daredevil, Elektra, and Batgirl. So tune in next time for Best Thing Ever, Season 2. I'm calling now Batman wins. Back to the streets. This time it's personal. You're calling Batman Beyond? No, I'm saying Batman wins. I'm putting my money down now. Well, I'm going to, uh, I, I think that we should create, if, and I'm going to try to figure out how to do this, because like w- a fantasy bracket <gasps> oh. where people can go through and pick. i, I got to figure out the, the what's, the why's, and the how's, but where everyone out there in our Nerd of God squad can actually go in, make their predictions. I got sucked into doing one of these dumb things for this March Madness the basketball deal, How are you doing, doing a bracket. Would you be uh, calling it dumb and stupid <laughs> if you were winning? My team, my First team off, uh, Steven. I'm hoping you're First winning. off, Steve, in. listen, um, in my bracket right now, I am in second. Oh, crap. I'm in third place. <laughs> <laughs> Someone must have played tonight. Third of, third of how many? Uh, third of six. Okay. Which is also my Borg name. Third of six. <laughs> uh, I was in second place. Uh, I, I, I am now in third place by, by ten points. Um, it's fun to watch. Um me go up and down the, the brackets here. What but, was uh, that? <laughs> my team that I picked to win it all is still in it. But Pastor John, the, Dr. Alexander of Sanctuary Church is in first place. Um, <clears throat> Rich Cologne has just moved up to second place. I'm in third. Right over Tyler Alexander, faithful listener to the Nerve God cast. <laughs> Austin Moore and Dustin Alexander rounding it out in sixth. Oh, so, that uh, makes me Tyler, isn't that... <laughs> Dustin's isn't he a eight year old? He's son. a little guy. Okay, yeah, Ty, Ty, Tyler's Tyler's a, a child. Yeah. He's a little man child. <laughs> he's a weeman, but he's a cool guy. I dig me some Tyler, man. He he's the show. he's funny. He's That's smart, good. and he's uh, easy to get along with, which is he's really cool. uh, really he's all you could up, ask for. He walked up to me one time. He's like, "Hey, Stevo, you're the worst." I'm like, "Thanks, Tyler." Aww. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Tony's son tries to do that all the time, and I just yell at him. <laughs> You yell at my son. I don't yell at him. I correct him. Jeez, you, you I say, Christian, you're not allowed to say that to me. He goes, yes, again. And that's at the end of the conversation. I hate it when you guys fight in front of me. You know what I hate? I hate not knowing what's going on in the world of nerdy entertainment, things like that. I think it's time. I think, Becky, do you know what it's time for? It's time for NEF News. It is time for <laughs> NEF News. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to NEF News. My name is NEF. Today's news is... Uh, actually, Tori, I asked Tori today what her favorite font is because, you know, it's a special episode, obviously. Uh, she said Lord of the Rings, so I couldn't find that. So I got... <laughs> <laughs> it's, called, it's called Ring Bearer. That, one's oh. called, that one cost It's money. a good font. Well, I got Impact. No, it's, on, it's on dafont.com, man. I got Impact font because oh. Tori has made such an impact Aww. in all of our lives. To the news. And here's the news in nerd culture this week. 
In comic book news, DC Comics has been dropping hints this week at an event called Rebirth, with newly designed characters and changes in main character slots, including a change to a female Green Lantern, making the Green Lanterns of Earth the most diverse group of people protecting space since the Guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> I mean, you can't beat a raccoon, a tree, a dinosaur trainer, a wrestler, and a green woman with no lantern. <laughs> with no lantern. <laughs> right. In TV news, in the new Star Wars Rebels season finale, it was leaked that Darth Maul is said to appear and encounter Darth Vader. This makes another example of one episode of an animated show being cooler than the prequels in full. Indeed. Once again, Disney finds a way to make the prequels irrelevant. <laughs> I'm sorry um, about all this. So, is it Darth Maul with the spider legs? Is that probably? Is that kind of canon now? I think it is with Clone Wars. Yeah, I mean, he got Does his mean he, he got his whole undercarriage cut off. You know. Does that mean he can show up again in like Rogue One or something? One can only hope, Steven. No. I'm a Ray Park fan. Be it Toad, Snake Eyes, or Darth Maul himself. You know what happens to a Toad if it's struck by lightning? Shut up, Hallie. <laughs> Same thing that happens to everything else. The worst. Waste of a line. <laughs> if it wasn't for that movie, Storm. we wouldn't have Spider-Man. If we didn't have Spider-Man, we wouldn't have the Avengers. You just get, she didn't have th- that There role. was a dark day, my friend, when there were no superhero movies. And, well, there were, the but Cadbury it was Cadbury eggs to the mini eggs. Ooh. More Hallie. Thanks, Hallie. In movie news, a certain movie that was set to kick off the DC Universe was released today and is set to be the highest pre-summer debut of all time by passing The Hunger Games, despite having less than stellar reviews. Now, I think the film would be the number one movie of all time if it featured a certain hero in green wearing a powerful ring. That's right, Brainiac 5. (laughs) (laughs) That was a a little bit of a deep cut there, man. (laughs) Yeah. In video game movie news, the title for the new CG... Resident Evil movie has been released as Resident Evil Vendetta. Tagline for the movie has been rumored to be Remember, Remember the Fifth Resident Evil. And the story involves Leon Kennedy blowing up Parliament. Wait, it's Because it's up fifth. to us to take out Adam Susan <laughs> Sutler. I, I mean, Umbrella Corporation. So that's the fifth Resident Evil movie or the no, fifth CG? Like the fifth CG one. I don't, one. I don't, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. Is that is that like know. is that like the Final Fantasy type CG? Like where it's like kind of like a video game? I think but so. Movie? Yes. Oh, I thought it was like the live action, like Mila Jovovich or whatever. No. Mila Jovovich or whatever. I don't know her name. Hallelujah. I don't speak Russian. Hallelujah. Speaking of Final Fantasy, in video game news, Final Fantasy 15's developers were said to be shooting for a steady 30 FPS frame rate with the game and gameplay that would last 40 to 50 hours to complete. If I wanted a game that lasts that long and that nobody needed, I would play L.A. Noir again. <laughs> and this has been Nef News. Have a new today and a blessed tomorrow. Now, it's not now, how you start, it's how you finish it. Up. Now, now, Dan, <laughs> yeah, you right. you are a uh, you are a journalism guy and you are a, a video game reviewer. Uh, did you play L.A. Noir? I find L.A. Noir to be a really interesting. Uh, take on like detective work Thank which you. we don't have at all so uh it's not a great game but bashing oh. it's not gonna bring it back but wait if you're looking for a game that has detective work uh, i mean you can hit like the triangle button in one of the batman arkham games and it turns everything all blue that's kind of detective you right you mean the y no. button no not really what's the y button <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
the wild. So the why did I buy an Xbox? Real button? quick, help us to. Uh, we gave a quick shout out, but tell us a little bit about your uh, your review website, the place that we can go for your information and your insight into games. The 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 man who single handedly downloaded played and reviewed the uh, Pokemon re-releases in like 12 hours. Um, you can go to abxygaming.com and uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Instagram is where we do most of our stuff. Um, I mean, we post on the site most of the time. I do all the reviews and uh, my the other admin does all the news and stuff and we keep pretty up to date so uh, it's nice to have that come in on your social media feed. If you're interested, yeah, check it out. And uh, not only should you check it out, you should also share it and help get the word out. Good and uh, balanced reviews and and news that you can use, and uh, definitely worth the endorsement that we can give it. So uh, check them out. Thanks, Dan. Following now. Following now. It's officially happening. You're having. You're blowing up right now. I just like to go on the record and saying I loved La Noire. Can so. I? Uh, can I just real quick? Um, I just something just occurred to me. What? This is actually really bothering me a lot. This episode is going to come out on Tuesday. What are you going to tweet about, Becky? <laughs> <laughs> usually, usually you, you tweet what's happening as the episode's going on. She's just going to keep tweeting, I remember that, over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Oh. Wait, is she like Tori where she doesn't listen to the episodes even though she was in them? I don't know. Wow. Maybe she'll never no, hear this No, she'll one. definitely listen to it again. That's funny. Good times. That's um, my favorite thing about Tuesdays is so, to get my notifications. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's blown up. I mean, it's, it's something that happens on Tuesday. For it definitely here. does. I'll be in my so, staff meeting. I'll be like, oh, there it is. <laughs> Tuesdays is usually. Here comes a, the onslaught. Tuesdays is usually a long work day. So it's like, oh, look, somebody's listening. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually either my mom or L7. Yeah, let's be honest. Usually it's Wednesday because I'm really late at posting these most of the time. Um, so, so you mentioned Batman v Superman. Uh, cue the the sound of silence. They uh, sad hold music. Yeah. So uh, none of us here have seen this movie except for Neff. But I have definitely. Oh yeah. Oh, are you kidding? DC. We didn't have our Bible study group last night, so he had to do something. Uh, and I did something. And he did something with my Batman shirt on. We. Okay. You can have waited for me. Almost sad. Hello, darkness, my old <laughs> So we we uh, I have seen the reviews. And I, I think it's fair to say they're not stellar. <laughs> Neff, with no spoilers, please. Oh, he's just shaking his head. Neff. Fake uh, crying. It's not. Does not look good. He's got his Toby face on. That's good. That's my James Vanderbeek. Come on, you guys. Um, I was very whelmed. <laughs> so you were over or under. You were just well. I was whelmed. just well. Was, was it? it was happened. was it exactly what you expected? Nothing more, nothing less. It, it was a movie. Yeah. Um, Is it worth th- seeing in the theaters? Yes, because I don't know if it'll be good on a regular screen. Now, from what I've understood, they have. Uh, they're going to be releasing an R-rated version of it when it comes to home video. What? Like, yeah, they're going to be releasing releasing an R-rated cut. And uh, now, who's the girl that's in all the Zack Snyder movies? That she was announced to be in the movie, and everyone was speculating that she was going to be the Carrie Kelly Robin. Oh, uh, Jenna Malone? Jenna Malone was supposed to be in the movie, and they cut her from the movie. Uh, but according to the, uh, there was, uh, I guess when they screen the movies at the studios, they have people fill out like questionnaires or surveys or different things. Which characters did you like, and which ones would you like to see more of? And it went down a list of <laughs> actors and the roles they were playing, and it had Jenna Malone listed on there as Barbara Gordon. 
Huh. Oh. And they say that in the the release to video, they are probably going to tie in uh, Suicide Squad and show Barbara Gordon somehow being killed by Joker, in whether it's a flashback scene or whatever, uh, as kind of a tie back to the Killing Joke. That hmm. that, that was the scene. That that was going to be gotcha. some of the R rated content that would come in. Huh. Well, that, that's definitely uh, already content. That stuff is messed up. Yeah. So, what 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 was so whelming about it? Well, there was no Green Lantern. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think. Did you expect there to be instant, Green Lantern? I mean, no, I knew who was good. I knew. I I read the vlogs. I knew what superheroes were going to be in it and what what weren't. Um, I mean, if they teased that Cyborg was going to be in it, but not Green Lantern, I mean, that's a that's a weird thing well, to keep in your back pocket. I can't say anything about it, but okay. Yeah. Um, By the way, I did take a picture of this so you guys could all see. I was at Target uh, a little while ago. And You're always at Target. Uh, so that is a factual statement. <laughs> the uh, Batman v Superman Aquaman pop figure, already 50% Why? off. Why? Already 50% off? Already 50% off. Wow. <laughs> so if you guys need one, it is now four ninety eight. They made a pop filter for him uh, for uh, that pop, movie. Pop figure, that, yep. That's a pop filter. That's a pop figure. <laughs> pop, I, I don't want either one of yep. them. So, oh, not for his role. In, oh, God. So uh, let's. I'm just gonna. We'll do a little word association game, and okay. you you bounce back at me with the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Okay. Um, Lex Luthor. Sleazy. Uh, Lois Lane. Amy Adams. Useless. <laughs> <laughs> Useless. Or plot. Plot. Like plot device. Device. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Irons. Alfred. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Batman. Even more awesome. <laughs> Superman. Less Whelming. awesome. Like, <laughs> Whelming. A lot Whelming. less awesome. Wonder Woman. Too, not enough time. That's what I heard, too. Everybody said that Wonder Woman is the high point of the movie, she's but that really she's cool. not in it. She's, she's, she's really cool in the movie when when she's on there for like five seconds or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I, I really want to say this. I'm going to, again, 15 second fast forward right now because we're going into spoiler territory, okay? Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Doomsday. Better than I thought he would be. He was definitely bigger than I thought he would be. I thought he was going to be like the same size, like a like a, a few feet bigger than Superman and Batman and all them. He was like three times their size. Okay. He was huge, and his his character, or well, I guess he doesn't really have a character, but his the way he got stronger was not exactly the same as the comics, but it kind of followed that pattern where... Did he look better than he did in the trailer? Was it the same thing? He started off looking stupid, and he ended up looking a little bit cooler at the end, but he looked like pretty much like he did in the trailer. My, my question is this, because Batman is notorious for, for burning through these things. Um, how long did the Batmobile last? Like, it... It, it, it was... It didn't really die... Well, I guess there was one point when it died, but it was it was blowing people up. I think Batman killed some people. Because <laughs> like, he blew up some cars, and there were people in them, for sure. Batman is definitely killing some folks. Like, I think it, I don't remember. I don't think that was in the comic where he killed somebody. But, uh, Batman doesn't kill. You can, rubber bullets? Well, really, Bruce? Yeah. <laughs> it's like if one hits somebody in the eye, though, they're dead. I mean, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you hit somebody with an RPG. <laughs> All right, so, uh, I'm sorry, Tori. Rec- recommended or... Uh, I say go see it once, just so it's definitely you can definitely tell it's a setup for the the rest of the universe because the movie itself isn't a very good. It's not bad, but it's not like 
it's definitely not. I don't think it's gonna live up to even civil. I think civil war is gonna be a lot better. And and, and I know there were certain characters that are that were rumored to be in there that are in there, but they aren't in there enough. I wanted more of them than the characters that I got. And took, Batman couldn't turn his head. They went back to that. Back to the Michael Keaton cowl, huh? Oh, all right. So his neck was so big. I took a friend of mine to an Italian restaurant close. that I like, or a, a nice Italian restaurant, and he was eating it. And I think as his way of endorsement, and I'm about to offend everybody by way of endorsement he said wow this is even better than the olive garden <laughs> and now me as someone who likes good food looked at him like what <laughs> what that's like saying a foot massage is getting better than getting punched in the face i mean <laughs> what in the world dude of course it's better than the olive garden are you joking with me like i, I get that like if that's like your big night out whatever now i don't hate the olive garden i don't i appreciate it for what it is which is serviceable Italian food. It's free breadsticks. That's what it is. I mean, it's mm. what it is, you know? Uh, where am I going to get my pasta fajoule at, you know, <laughs> when I'm near the mall? Okay, so there. Uh, but it's not like, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, it's not, it's not my big night out, you know what I mean? Like, so Olive Garden is, is it's serviceable. And then you step backwards and you got like Fazoli's, you know, which is just like... Boston Market. Uh, no, well, I'm trying to keep it in the genre of Italian food. Oh, but yes, Boston yes, Boston Market, market well, is also a thing. Yeah, well, good good job, sorry, man. I thought, I thought that was up there with No, the, no you got your, your Fazoli's, you got your Olive Garden, and then you have, you know, your, your big night out. You're like Maggiano's might be... Maggiano's my, is, is, is tasty, but, you know, your Buca di Beppo, a mm-hmm. little bit different. And then you have, you know, your, your home-style mom-and-pop kind of places. But uh, as it's scalable... Batman versus Superman. If we're if we're taking superhero movies and kind of putting it on the, all right, I'm gonna eat it because I'm there, but I know that it's garbage. Um, where where does it where does it come in? Does it come in at the you know is it like the fancy? Are we you know Tony's and Lady and the Tramp, or are we slumming it at Vizzoli's? It's I guess it's Olive Garden, and that's in between Fazoli's and Maggiano's, as far as like goodness goes. It's like I said, it's a it's. There's so much happening in it that it clutters, and that's the problem. See, uh, I think that they made a mistake, and I've said this from the beginning, so I unrepentantly reaffirm my position that picking Zack Snyder as a, mm. the director of this, as the launching point for this oh. franchise, was a huge mistake. It was so weird. There were so many weird parts in it that I didn't understand. Like, why is that in there? I mean, obviously it's set up for the next couple movies. I'm like, why would you put that in there now? I don't get it. I mean... After looking back and seeing like the internet stuff about it, I'm like, oh, that makes sense why that was in there. But like when I was watching, I'm like, what? What is this? What <laughs> is this real life? And I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a hater of Zack Snyder. I enjoy his movies. Okay, I, well, and I, know <laughs> I that, hate well, this movie. A lot of people are, are not Zack Snyder fans, but I, I like him for what they are. I went and saw, I saw Sucker Punch, and I get it. I, I you know, it was a visually cool movie. Mm-hmm. It was, I saw, did he do Watchmen? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw Watchmen, and it was a visually cool movie. I, I get it. It was not an enjoyable movie. No. It certainly didn't make you feel good. It was bleak and depressing. Watchmen and Sucker Punch, both. Yeah. They would have made fantastic music videos. Yeah. And I think Man, Man of Steel was, uh, was a good movie. It was a good-ish movie. It didn't seem like he understood exactly what makes Superman Superman. But I feel like, why do you keep giving this guy the opportunity to come in there and kind of poo all over the potato salad? He's no Joss Whedon. No, well, no, even Joss Whedon isn't Joss Whedon anymore. Yeah. But could well, Joss Whedon do a Batman versus Superman, though? Marvel is a little bit more, like, up, like funny and up, not uplifting, 
But on like a, if you go by color scale alone, Marvel is like happy colors. Batman v Superman would be more dark colors. Yeah. Well, not I mean, say you need like David Lynch or something like that to direct oh, the movie. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I liked Man of Steel a lot. I saw it twice in theaters because I really enjoyed it. I I, I liked Man it. Of Steel. It reminded me of like the the very first uh, Superman movie. The, now, and there's no perfect Superman movie in my opinion. Or no, every, every Superman one, movie, not. it's like. It's like a, a a really beautiful girl who needs braces really bad. You know, it's like okay, you got that going for you. That could have been fixed, but whatever. Um, and and butterface. No, well now why do you have to <laughs> why do you have to diminish it like that? Right, Come on, Tori. Everything's looking good. I'm just saying butterface. <laughs> I think that like okay, you and you can go back. To, Superman one to me is the perfect superhero movie, except for when he flies around the world backwards really fast and makes time go go in reverse. That's dumb. Uh, Superman two was a really great Superman movie, mm-hmm. except for when he throws the s off of his chest and you know. I just stop somebody briefly. Man of Steel was very reminiscent of Superman two because of you know Zod and all that. I got gotcha. you. I, I thought they did a really good job. I, I, I the second time I saw it, I saw it with my grandpa because I knew that he would see the similarities between both movies, and I thought that his nostalgia would kick in. I thought, he, and I think he really enjoyed it too. To me, it's really cool. The Zod was not the worst part of Man of Steel. To me, I thought Man of Steel was a good movie. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Man of Steel, I didn't even have I, I take exception to Superman breaking Zod's neck because I thought that that was a really cool character development part and a motivation oh, yeah. for why he would be so adamant to not hurt and not kill people is because he had to kill. Look, Zod had it coming for real for mm-hmm. first thing second Zod was strong enough to defend himself so it wasn't Superman just like picking on a, a powerless person right. you can't have Superman kill Lex Luthor ever no. but Zod yeah. alright you know put him down whatever but you, but that to me when he you see the motivation of okay my powers need to be severely controlled but where did that come from in the same kid that wouldn't run out and save his dad from a tornado right. why is Jonathan Kent gotta be dead in every movie what's the deal why can't Jonathan Kent right, live man. he's alive in the comic book let the man live I okay can I go to Lex Luthor real quick I'm sure. not gonna spoil anything sure thing. I think um, Jesse Eisenberg's being very underplayed I think he definitely got the, the the sleaziness of Lex Luthor that feeling like he's that he thinks he's smarter than everybody else which I think is a big part of the Lex Luthor character. I've never and gotten a sleaziness from Lex Luthor. I've got more of a maybe a smugness, but I think he's supposed to well, be that's, a little that's, suave. That's kind of what I. Well, he didn't like, have. If this, he can become president, he's. He no, hold on, hold on. Now there's different versions of Lex Luthor. There, I mean, the original incarnation of Lex Luthor from the comic books was more mad scientist, evil. It wasn't. He was not the industrialist. He was not corporate Lex Luthor. Uh, later on, the character evolved to where he was more of a public persona, where he was a little bit more. Uh, Smooth and out there, legitimate businessman. Maybe taking a, a play from Wilson Fisk, a little Donald Trump esque. Mm. Uh, <laughs> as, as they played that angle up, that was the Lex Luthor that ended up becoming president. Uh, so, so you would see maybe a little more modernization of that. I think now, when you go back to the New Fifty Two uh, Batman, that they've kind of brought Lex Luthor back down to base level of uh, more of well, well, you know, what, the Mark Zuckerberg kind of character. Well, I, I know. Uh uh, there's one line that he says in the thing that I think sums up what he was going for when he was when Jesse Eisenberg was playing Lex Luthor, where he goes, "Knowledge is power." No, wait, knowledge without power is mute, and that and he's like, and I was like, okay, so his his thing is like he wants power or something, or he's trying to be above Superman, I guess, because he I I think that's one of the things about Lex Luthor is like his inferiority complex to like Superman, right? And I think that that he from won- time to time. I think he wants to be a 
that I think Jesse Eisenberg played a really good Lex Luthor in that way. There were some parts where I was like, okay, you're going a little over the top here. But he, he played a good bad guy, though. I felt like he did a good job being that person that you extremely disliked because what, he was thought he like he was better. Was he like Justin Hammer from Iron Man 2? No, he was, well, he had a little My bit. My favorite of, Marvel villain, by the way, was Justin <laughs> Hammer from Iron Man 2. He, Sam I, Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. I love, I love Sam, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. Sorry. Did I just, yeah, just provoke the high world. five? <laughs> Sorry. I'll tell you later. Zaphod Beeble Rocks? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. But, um. He does have that feel where he's like a, a tycoon or whatever, like he has the money and stuff, and he's ready to invest and stuff like that. Um, but he's uh, he has uh, he has uh, ulterior motives. Lex Luthor to me should be like Tony Stark gone bad, mm. you know, or I mean, or like bad Batman. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think that's the best way. If they could have played Lex Luthor as the Batman character who didn't, you know, decide that he was going to fight for justice. That would be a great Lex Luthor. Well, he's really sm- in the movie. Like I said, he's really smart, and he wants to be smarter than everybody else. And and he comes off thinking that he's smarter than everybody else, which is really cool. But um, yeah, I don't know. But he's obviously weaker because Jesse Eisenberg versus Henry Cavill is going to beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I haven't seen the, the the movie yet, but I watched an interview with Jesse Eisenberg uh, that IGN did, and it's a very interesting interview where Jesse Eisenberg uh, presents his take on the character of Lex Luthor, and um, it's a really cool opportunity to see what he was uh, feeling when he was acting the character, and he was talking about how he was trying to be a... um, trying to show that you had to work for power whereas Superman mm. just got his power. I have no idea whether that plays out in the movie. Dude. But I think um, getting a, an actor's perspective on a character is really cool and if you're interested in the man, the uh, Batman vs. Superman movie, check out that interview. Well, there's no question that Jesse Eisenberg is a, a very gifted actor. Um, and in fact, I think that, that that cast of that movie is so ridiculously stocked with talent mm-hmm. uh, that the flaw, it, it goes back to Star, War, or Star Wars Episode One, Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. You have so much talent in your movie, there's no one to blame but the director. There's yeah. no one There's no one to blame. Dude, straight up, like, I really, that's one reason why I hate this movie is because I want to, I wanted to like it so much. I came in going in like, I hear all these terrible reviews, but I'm sure I'm gonna like it anyway. This it's just it's just talk. They're just hating on it. But I went in and I'm like, I like. There were a lot of parts that I really liked, and I la- there no one else in the crowd. Like we've talked about before, I really laughed at some parts <laughs> that other people did not laugh at. And there were parts where I was sitting on the edge of my seat, really excited because I saw that's the DC thing. I know all that. I'm really excited because I'm seeing this from the comics that I really enjoy, which is a thing that I think comic book fans really look for in a superhero movie, stuff that they can be like. Hey, that's from the comics. I get that. <laughs> We're just knocking stuff over, so I thought we just I'm finished sorry. Like a that's cat. Okay. Um, I, now you're 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 our DC guy, so mm-hmm. I feel like this was your moment to come out of the theater and go, "Ha ha, Marvel fans, we're back." You're not you're not doing that. They're set up. It's set up to be that way. That's the. It's like a very. It's like Hobbit: An Unexpected Journey. Mm. It's a very long first act. Okay. But I, we, and we all know how that one ended up. Yeah. yeah. Was, well. That yeah, went but great. I think the other <laughs> movies that are coming out. Where it's only one superhero and it's not all cluttered, and and except for the Justice League movie, I'm sorry, I'm putting my hand up and saying I don't know that I have, and and maybe this will bite me later on. 
I don't know that I have an interest in going to watch a cyborg movie. There's a reason I don't read DC Comics. It's because their characters just aren't interesting. Except for Batman. Except for Batman. And and, and even Batman... He's the most Marvel of the DC characters. Well, because he's not like an alien. He's not like crazy overpowered. But it, it, it the I, I and Batman just has a fantastic rogues gallery. They could just tell they the are. same Batman story over and over and yes. over again. I wouldn't even care. Mm. But they but Superman is a hard character. I don't mm. envy. It's a hard character to make an interesting story about. Wonder Woman. I could see Wonder Woman perhaps, but dude, I don't have any interest in seeing a Flash movie. Mm. I don't have any interest in seeing an Aquaman movie. No. See, the thing is, they're the, good characters in the context of maybe a cartoon show. In in the movie. That's that's a good call. That's a good call. But uh, in the in the movie, which is why they have DC has killed it in their animated feature oh, dude, department. Yes. They have killed it. They, they, they made they're making a Killing Joke. Uh, yes, or if they Mark made Hamill it with Mark Hamill and, and Kevin, Kevin Conroy. Conroy. Sorry, that made me very excited. Yeah, um, the movies were the movie set up, and they showed the little the heroes that are going to be in the just some of the heroes, mm-hmm. um, and it made me really excited. That was one of those moments where I freaked out. I'm like, oh, that's what he looks like. That's what he's going to be like. Oh, that's so cool. And they showed a little bit of their, you know, some of their stuff. And I was like, although one of them was a little disappointing because he stared at the camera stupid. But anyway, um, it was cool seeing those characters. And it made me really want to see the Justice League. But because it was only like half the Justice League and it was just adding like so much stuff going on, it was just a lot of. It was a cluttered mess, and I'm like, I want to see them all together against like Darkseid or Brainiac, you know? Darkseid. Darkseid. With all due respect to the Marvel Universe and the uh, Infinity movie that's coming up, how inter- how are you gonna make a Darkseid character that anyone cares about? <laughs> What's he gonna do? He he has to come. We've already leveled a city fighting against Zod, and right. Zod is somebody who nobody cares about. Right. What's Darkseid gonna do? Is he going to threaten to blow up the planet? I mean, what's he going to do? Is he going to kidnap Lois Lane? What is what's Darkseid's endgame? What's his what's his move? Uh, he I don't know, man. He's I guess his whole thing. I've only seen him in a couple things, and I've only read one or two things about him. But I know he's he's killed Batman before. But and what stuff is like the that. Justice League's move? Like, what are they going to fight against? Starro the Conqueror. <laughs> really, Piz on Nightstar. DC <laughs> just has a, a real uphill climb, and this was their their motion. This was their their one shot to make everyone go, "Yep, this is what we've been waiting for." And I, I I'm only getting the impression that they they did not accomplish that. You, and I, go ahead. No, can you can continue? I, I'm just saying. I I, I really, I'll, I'll I'll conclude with this question: Does the S on your chest stand for hope? Yes, there is hope, because I've seen the other. I've seen they've set up something. There was seen. There was a scene that set up future movies that got me interested in seeing the future movies. Um, and they gave me little pieces of future characters that made me really want to see future. So stuff. what you did was just go watch a two-hour trailer. Pretty much, but which is good because that's all Zack Snyder's good at directing. Oh, yeah. wow! Or at least I'm not, I'm not gonna I, I am not wrong. <laughs> But I, I I guess I enjoyed the movie. There are parts I really liked in it, and there are parts that I was like, this is kind of meh. But all in all, I guess I enjoyed the movie. I'll give it a whelm. I gave it one whelm out of one whelm because I was – that's, that's what I that's was. That's 100%. 
100%. You just rated it 100%. I was 100% whelmed. <laughs> very, very good. Uh, we uh, we ho- would love to know what you think about it when you finally get out to go see it. Uh, as for me and my house, we're just not in a hurry at this time. Uh, we uh, we did have a little Twitter contest that went on a couple weeks ago regarding the uh, the good superhero movie coming out this year. Oh, yes. Uh, and that would be Captain America Civil War. When Spider-Man showed up at the end, we asked our Nerd of God squad what they think Spidey should have said uh, as opposed to just like, Hi, guys. <laughs> okay, can I say something real quick? Sure. Oh, I saw a meme online that I thought was hilarious. It was Spider-Man when he first lands on a thing before his eyes shrink. It says, look at me. And then it shows Captain America, and then his eyes are shrunk and says, I am the captain now. <laughs> 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 From uh, Captain Phillips. I was in the trailer. And I, I, I died. I thought that was hilarious. Very good. I like that you do the accent in there. Really, I'm, 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 That's how I read it, though. It really took me there. No. I am the captain really, now. It really took me there. <laughs> I, I felt the sea salt air. Earlier. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and beef jerky. Tom Hanks was there. Uh, I could read through some of our, uh, our other selections, but I'm just going to go straight to the top. Never stop on this one. Uh, L7, our, our friend and hero, uh, wins this one hands down with On Your Left. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Love, love that, that was one. Good. good job. No, no sense in even uh, addressing any other ones. Although we did have some some fun ones, uh, but just for time's sake, because we just spent forty five minutes talking about uh, a, a lukewarm movie. All right, guys. So we're gonna play a game tonight. All right. And uh, I want to see how everyone does. This is raw competition at its very very finest. This is gladiatorial, and uh, and I want to see there there can only be one. For real Elysium. Are you ready? Are you not entertained? This is a game that I think uh, will be a tough challenge for all of you guys, and I, I pulled no punches on this, the final game of Season 1. It is a trivia contest. Uh, no buzzers needed. <laughs> this is a trivia contest all about Nintendo. Oh, man. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is happening. A game I can play. Are you ready? Oh, no. <laughs> what is the Nintendo Entertainment System known as in Japan? It's Ducky Mosh. I'm spoon-feeding you Famicom. here. It is the Famicom. <laughs> Very good. Which Ze- In which Zelda game did the Master Sword first appear? I have no idea. No. <laughs> Link to the past. It is a link to the past. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, what other Nintendo character oh, does Kirby resemble when he receives the sword ability? Link. Very good. <laughs> that is three for three. Good job. You, are, are you are you guys gonna play along? I mean, you're just I, I'm, she's I'm just trying. she's I just guess, jumping out on these. I ones. guess Zelda to the Adventure of Link for the okay, last. Okay, all right. Okay, what is the name of the puzzle solving professor who makes his home on the DS? That that is very good. Very good. What's DS? <laughs> Which console was originally titled the Nintendo Revolution? We would like for you to rethink your Wii? answer. It is, is the it Wii. Wii. Oh my goodness! Yes, she is crushing it. <laughs> what is the name of the cloud riding cameraman from Super Mario sixty four? Lakita yes, that is exactly it. Oh my goodness, Laquinta. <laughs> Very good. Wait, I think That's I said exactly that. Laquinta. Just, like, just like the hotel. There's also a waffle house right next to it. All right, guys, come on, man, step it up. Tori is running away with this thing. I'm, I'm so awesome. sorry. Okay, Tori. Yes. Are you okay? I'm awesome. Give these boys a chance to play. I know, okay. I'll try. In what game would you find Roy and Marth? Dr. Mario. No, that is not correct. RPG. No, Roy and Marth. That's Fire Emblem. That is Fire Emblem. Very good. I played the demo. (laughs) Which character came first? Oh, dear. Yoshi, 
Daisy or Wario? Yoshi in like the second no no because he's in the baby Mario game. I don't know. Doctor Mario, did you say Doctor Mario? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was Wario, Daisy, and Yoshi. Yoshi. Which one came first? I think it's Daisy. It is Daisy. Hey. It's 1989. The the Game Boy <laughs> Super Mario Land. <laughs> when? Hi, I'm Daisy. What is the name? Uh, the the proper name? Of the raccoon suit that Mario occasionally wears. That is the. Oh my goodness! Come on, guys. You're <laughs> just handing this to her. Stanley Tucci suit. That is close. <laughs> is I want to call it the rocket suit. <laughs> Who is the original mayor of your town at Animal Crossing? Tor. I don't know that. He's you a, you were close. She got it just ahead of you. Yeah. DJ, she got it just uh, ahead of you. Uh, that guy. DJ KK. DJ that's, Slider. That's what type of song does sh- what does Sheik teach Link in Ocarina of Time? Harp song. Uh, that's a warp song. It is a warp song. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure which. Uh, was very, song very good. Time. The, um, it's played on a three-string harp. Miley Cyrus song. Song of Storms. His. Make it rain. Yeah. Mm. Mario <laughs> is to Wario as Luigi is to Toad. Dude, come on. Bowser? Give these guys a chance, Baby Tori. Bowser? Who owns Lon Lon Ranch? Neff? Lon Steven? Lon Lon? Lon Lon Ranch. No, it is not Lon Lon. Oh, why is it I, can't, I can't think of her name right now. I know I don't know her name. I, I want to say Lon Lon Ranch. Hidden Valley. Hidden Valley Ranch. It is Talon. Oh. You're thinking of Malon. Oh, yeah. You know what? She actually she actually became roommates. They did a, they did a Hyrule reality show. She became roommates with uh, the princess of the, the Zora. With Princess R- R- Rito, yeah. Is it? No, it's Ruto. Ruto, Princess know. Ruto. For Ruto. And, and you know how they went? They they go into the, the to the big the big fish, right? The yeah, yeah. Lord, uh, Lord Jabu Jabu. Jabu, Jabu. And uh, so it, and and it, I'm making a joke here, okay? Because it's <laughs> like okay, so you have Malon in the water inside of a fish. It's like a watermelon inside a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a watermelon. It's a watermelon. That's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. They got helmets on their heads. A long... I got a watermelon <laughs> instead. It's a long way to go for that. I'm sorry. That was good. Congratulations. Oh, drop my telephone off. K.K. Slider is inspired by what real life composer? Gosh, Tori, please. I was going to say Have some Skrillex. mercy on these guys. I think my buzzer's broken. Skrillex. <laughs> I think your son broke my buzzer. In what franchise, in what game franchise, would one find the character Palutena? I have no idea. Earthbound. This one I actually know because I answered it earlier. It's Kid Icarus. It is Kid Icarus. Or Smash Brothers. I got too close to actually getting... Little Mac is the protagonist from what Nintendo game? <laughs> Big Mac Strikes Again. Punch Out. It is Punch Out. <laughs> what is Big Mac Strikes Again? <laughs> That's what happens when you, when when you, you eat a bad Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like beef jerky returns. Why does Big, <laughs> Big, why Big Mac again. say November 19, 2014 <laughs> on it? It's a venison Mac. Oh no! It was a deer that got hit by a Mac truck. Oh, you guys. Uh, yes. Oh, you guys. You guys. You freeze a Big Mac. It's still good to you. Which later. is not an actual Kong? Cranky, Dixie, Dizzy, or Funky? Dizzy. Dizzy is correct. Not no, an actual Jerry. Funky. Jerry. No, because Funky, he's yeah, he's the Funky's one the with pilot. the pilot. 
Cranky wears the. Well, I know Cranky Kong is the original the Kong, right? Uh, there's um actually it's Baby Posh. <laughs> <laughs> Sporty and Donkey. All right, Tori, uh, I need you to draw me a picture of the Spice Girls <laughs> as, as Donkey as Kong country crazy. characters. Um. The last question, and guys, this is your last chance to redeem yourself on the this most embarrassing round that we've ever our had. Last chance. Tori has slaughtered you tonight. It is. Uh, it's not. It's just embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. I'm sorry. I don't intend no. These answers. <laughs> That's why so, I'm glad she's here because she so laughs at the jokes. <laughs> you're so correct. Steven, can you leave? No. <laughs> All right. Last question. Oh no. In. In the Super Mario universe, how many one-ups is a moon worth? <laughs> 26. 26 is not correct. It's definitely not 32. Is it, it is not 32. I have never even heard. 470. Nine and a half. Okay, okay. Do you know? Do you know? Okay, with the one ups, you get the one up mushroom, right? And it's worth. (laughs) (laughs) How much is one? How much is one ounce of ammonia worth? Yeah. (laughs) You're gonna be on a list now. You know that, right? (laughs) You better be glad that Apple doesn't give their information to the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. It's definitely less than thirty-two. In fact. It is three. It is, in fact, three. Wow. We have made Nerd of Godcast history tonight. A shut clean out. sweep on a game. Total shutout. Congratulations. Tori, <laughs> Tori has just yeah. asserted her dominance. Oh, my goodness. I told you you could do it. Oh I always believed in you. goodness. I don't even know Tori what to say Nintendo's. right now. knows. I feel <laughs> Becky laughs again. <laughs> that's my that's my driving force. I think force. she's laughing. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I wish she did drive like twenty hours to get here. Try a little street sleep. She's like, I'm gonna get my money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> laughing it. It's it just might be just because it's late. I don't know what bedtime usually is up in uh, New Jersey, but uh, we were talking about um, failing. Did we have an episode where we talked about like messing up yeah. and failing, yeah, making mistakes? Time. The um, th- mistakes thank you. Made. Time before last. Ooh, last time was leadership. Last time was leadership. Mistakes were made. Two episodes ago. That's the one where I looked at it, and I'm like, what did I do? The music that was played (laughs) in the background was an instrumental riff from a song by a Christian group called The 77s called God Sends Quails. And uh, that song, it, this was uh, it was asked of me. Uh, This song is the song that goes through my head every time I make a mistake or do something boneheaded. Because the song has this neat little kind of ding 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 do 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 do, and uh, and the lyrics just begin with "You failed," <laughs> and it just every time I make a, a, a mistake, every time I do something stupid, I just I hear the lead singer of the Seventy Sevens going, <laughs> "You failed, <laughs> you sunk like Jonah to the whales." I'm like, oh, thought you were hot. Guess what? You're, You're not. not. Yeah, you are Aww. dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to uh, Nintendo. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> she laughed. Uh, Nintendo. Okay. <laughs> Tori, uh, Becky likes punny stuff. That's Becky. Oh, she loves puns. <laughs> very, very cool. Puns are fun. Puns. Puns are fun. Puns, puns are, are fun. tons of. <laughs> tons of puns of funs. So Tori, look at me. <laughs> look at me. Stay focused. Look. <laughs> Stay focused. Yeah. I need you to see what you're leaving me with. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and I say that to say this. Uh, all good things come to an end. And uh, this episode will be will be ending shortly. Mm-hmm. But before it does, I want to uh, talk about things that end. 
because everything can be made or destroyed by how it closes. We've seen movies. Have you seen movies that were like really, really good right up until the end and you just go, what was that? What just happened? Because I was with you until that last part. And then all of a sudden it took a swerve. It's like, do you like sugar and cookies and heroin? What? Wait, what? It's like, we, we, I thought we were making a grocery list for some sweet stuff, and now you turn me into an addict. Um, and the, you, maybe you've seen movies, or maybe you've read a book, and like right at the end you go, that swerve just, what in the crap were they thinking? Deus Ex Machina. The game? Oh, no, excuse me. The God yeah, from the, the Machine? The literary... When they just basically say, and then this thing happens. She just flies in on a chariot pulled by dragons, and everyone dies. And everyone dies. Yeah. The uh, the battle droids effect. Yes. Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> Which, if we're gonna really just call it out like we do, that's the same way Avengers ended. And it's like, hey, he threw the bomb through the hole, and magically all of the armies died. That's true. The end. Um, what's what's a movie that you've seen or a story that you've read or, or something that you've experienced might even be a video game where just at the end all of a sudden the, the, the whole thing comes unraveled Arkham Asylum that game was so good but like like uh, Hulk Joker is not fun anywhere ever I, 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 I was underwhelmed by it, when, but I didn't think it was terrible. I was no, no, wait. When you was, when, when you said Arkham, first off, I thought we were gonna fight because I thought the end, <laughs> I thought the ending to Arkham City was very, very good. Yes. I thought the ending to Arkham Knight was questioning, especially if you worked, if you really worked it, or have, or if if you started. went through and found all of those, and there are a bug ton of Riddler trophies, those. or if you just skipped the wasting out three days of your life and just YouTubed it. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, if you haven't. That's the smart move. YouTube it. Uh, the ending to that one was cryptic, but still at least kind of fun. Yeah. But you are correct. Arkham Asylum, the whole you go through this great, wonderful, mind-blowing game. You get to the end, and then you fight Hulk Joker, <laughs> which is really dumb. The only thing that redeems that Hulk Joker is that that's what kills the Joker in the other games. You know, like like at least in the next game, they didn't just like say, oh, and then he got better. Uh, because the it's like oh yeah by the way when I did that thing I poisoned myself and I'm gonna die now so there was there was some redemption to it the story at least made sense uh, somehow uh, what's a game or a movie or a book or something that you've experienced that like wow at the end that really came apart Monty Python's the Holy Grail <laughs> they just ended the movie uh, <laughs> I was about to say sir. How dare you? No, like, have you, have you watched I, the no, movie to the end? Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's like we're here. We are at the castle, We've and it's it like, together. and I they're done. I, I've seen it before then. Yeah, but I thought I liked the ending of it because I, I like the fact that it's like, oh crap. <laughs> I mean, it's still funny. Obviously, like it's hilarious. But I mean, I was really expecting there to be a finale, and then... nobody expects there not to be a finale. Monty <laughs> <laughs> uh, Python humor. Neat. Um, what else? I hate to say it, even though I do kind of like it, but I do have to admit that the ending of it is underwhelming, and that's lost. Which finally, I, finally. No, I've always admitted finally. that the Steven's character arc has just come to a satisfactory conclusion. <laughs> no, Great I've, job. I've always, that's that's one. I have always admitted that the season, the season six, and I tell everybody, I was like, when you watch it, season one is good, season two is awesome, season three starts slow but ends good, season four is okay, season five is good, season six is the worst. I like the way they wrapped it up, but for the most of season six, I could, I could, I could deal with that. Personally, I like the way it ends, but I do admit that it's not that great. It, it could have been better, Fair but enough. I and 
but I still stand by that. I'm in the middle of rewatching it, and I'm still like loving it. And I know how it's gonna end, and it makes me look at different certain characters differently, knowing how their arc ends. So I mean, I, I can take the bad and still think good things of it. But I do have to admit, it's not. It's underwhelming. It, to me, what you're describing is the Boston Market meatloaf sandwich effect. <clears throat> I like the meatloaf sandwiches from Boston Market a lot. They make me burp the most ridiculous, <laughs> awful, awful. I mean, it's just, it's atrocious. You don't want to be around me for a day after I've had one. But you know what? I still go back and I order it, even though I know that it's going to end badly. And I think that's what you're doing with Lost. Is you're, yeah. you're, no, no, you, you just said it. Don't argue with me. Becky's going to see what really happens. No, here. I was, no, I'll say this is my let, third time rewatching it. So I, I almost came to the end of my sentence. Hang on. When you Sorry. hear a punctuation mark, I talk, I pause and take a breath, then jump in. All right. This is what happened. You just said, I'm whelmed. You, you, you know, that, that the end of Lost was a little bit of a letdown. I'm saying that you let your love for the experience of Lost make you it causes you to overlook the crash and burn at the end of lost and try to extract something that's redeemable out of it yeah i can i can agree to that that's what i just said but same, you're same but you're I like back to the future three but your instinct is to quick draw and argue with me but you disagreed with what i said so next time remember do some simple math god gave you two ears and one mouth um. all right tori what you got I know the end of Alien Isolation. I'm, uh, I didn't finish it. The game. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't continue. I uh, was like, I can, I can close you, my You told me a little bit about this the other day. Yes. It, it it, was, Ripley. Daisy Ripley? No, her, <laughs> Daisy her, Ripley. Amanda Ripley. And Amanda Ripley. Yeah, Daisy. Amanda. <laughs> the amazing yeah. Mr. Ripley. Like, yeah. I go through this whole Daisy game. Ripley. Like I, Believe it or not. <laughs> I watch... <laughs> I watched somebody play the game because I'm too much of a sissy to actually play them. Yeah, I know. And, uh, your, your brother started The Last of Us and then went to back to New Jersey, and I had to play through that with you every night until <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning. I tried to play it, and I gave Tony anxiety. I did. I'm terrible. I'm like, the camera doesn't need to move like that. Dear God, just give it to me. Just give it to me. Um, what like, did you do? It's like watching my mom play Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. It's like, hold B down to run. You're never going to finish this game. It's Don't so talk to bad. me like that. I'm your mother. It's so <laughs> bad. So I watched somebody else play it. So it's kind of like watching a movie, only with lots of screaming and Swedish, Swedish words, Swedish, Swedish cuss words. Yes. First, so, what's happening, and then there's running and screaming. Um, anyway, so we get to the end, and I'm expecting yes. some kind of like awesome epic victory. Yeah. And there wasn't any, and uh, I was very upset. I think I watched the same one. Because yeah. I was invested, mm -hmm. and I wanted to win with the bros. And we didn't win. Bro. I was very upset. I was very the upset. The bro fist did not come. Upset. No. Swiftly. But I also feel as like a side note, something I have experienced like personally. Miyazaki movies always end with this weird sense of uh like, <laughs> like, like I feel like it didn't. We just kind of stopped. And I got, put a bow on it. I got to the end of Ponyo, and I said, "What just happened?" Exactly. What just, so what just happened? And you're like, she well, likes wait. ham. So wait, <laughs> was he, was the kid a fish? <laughs> I mean. Like it was like no Finding Nemo on a lot of drugs. Liam Neeson? There's got to be some kind of like translation issue. Like in Kiki's Delivery Service, for example, oh. like she loses her witch powers. And then I don't know if she got it back at the end because the movie. cat still can't talk. It's yeah. just unanswered I questions and that. I am left empty. Never watch Lost she... then. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like unanswered questions... 
Now wait, now the way Inception but ended, it, but the it way was Inception to be left, that way. left exactly. Exactly. I don't mind having it end that that's got some ambiguity to it, and then you can that's sit, different. you know, you're sitting at Denny's after the movie, and you can talk about it and go, "What do you think?" <gasps> and then you and, can, the, and that was the point of it. Christopher Nolan left it that way, so that way you would have people talking about it. And five Christopher years Nolan's later on a really podcast. good at that. I, Inception was a was a was a great example of it. Um, Interstellar was a, another yeah. good so example. So do you think JGL was Robin at the end? <laughs> no, and I swear it's like I want to tell people, no, he's Batman. He's Batman. He's not going to become Robin. He's not going to become Robin. His name is not going to become Robin. But he's not going to become Robin. He's going to be Batman. If they would have said thank you, Dick Grayson, it would be like, oh, he'll be Robin. It's like you know, what are you going to do? Like they don't go out there and say, I'm Bruce Man. I mean, you know, (laughs) I'm Bruce. That sounds like I am Bruce Man. Here I am to cross. It's like you, Christopher Nolan, was getting a lot of flack. People wanted Robin in the movies. Nobody wanted Robin in the movies. There's people that were hounding for him to get. Those people are wrong. It's Warner Brothers. They're always. I wanted Clayface in the movie, but I understood that it didn't fit into the Nolan verse. So this was him saying, "Here's your Robin. This is the closest you're going to get." Because I wanted a good Green Lantern movie. That never happened either. Yeah, but Christopher Nolan didn't direct. This is one, and I'll I'll be objective about Dark Knight Rises about this one. I like Dark Knight Rises. I love it. I don't care what they did. I don't care if they showed popsicle stick puppets going through the end of that. Just the musical score alone, I'm glued to my seat. Whatever is happening. Hallelujah. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, listen. The, uh, the way that that movie ended, I know that they totally neuter their big, bad, military genius, cunning, wonderful bad guy and basically make him uh, an overpowered, heart-sick brute who uh, is only defending the real villain out of an overactive sense of puppy love, whatever that might be. I mean, I'm not necessarily mad at that. I know that with the time left on that nuclear bomb, there's no way that Batman could have gotten that thing far enough from Gotham City for the fallout alone not to have killed all the people that were left behind. I understand that they're making no sense. Let alone how how he got away from it. But he got (laughs) away from it. I get it. I know. I can suspend my disbelief because I need to put a bow on it. I need it to end the right way, and I'm okay with things having to end the right way. I'm not okay when things end the wrong way just for the sense of it needs to resolve. I'll give you an example. Uh, Tom Cruise, War of the Worlds. Steven Spielberg is a great director. Explain to me what happened at the end of that movie when they said, and suddenly everything was just magically good. I know the way War of the Worlds ends. People walked out of the theater going, that's so stupid. They died because of germs. I'm like, no, no, that's that was that was that's a good ending. That's the good ending. That's why H.G. Wells is brilliant. I, I get that. I want to know why. By the time they reach Boston, his whole family's just there happy, just inside having tea, just like, oh, we were waiting for you. And like, what? Really? Because every like those little tentacle beasts were following him into the basement of a farmhouse in New Jersey. How is he making it to Boston? And like the the the, the street that he's going for is just fine, except for like a car that's left askew with the door open. It's like everything's good. Hollywood ending. Oh, your son who got napalm to death about four hours ago. Well, he's already here and he's good. He's just got the little smudges on his cheek because he's been through a lot. You mean Goku? And because, look, because and our even, family's closer now, you know. Because even uh, aliens now stay out of Boston. That movie, <laughs> that movie was so tense and so unmercifully just like, like oh, there was never even like a moment where it's like we got away from the thing. Now the music swells and there's a heroic thing. It was just like what? Like here's more crap. Here's more crap. Dear God, somebody choked Dakota Fanning already. They're afraid of and the Wahlbergs. <laughs> what, the Wahlbergs live in there. Was, was that any like similar to you for the ending of Signs? <sighs> What about the village? Hold on, the, the <laughs> village. The village I didn't mind. 
back up to I signs. Like the village. I like Lady in the Water. I'm not, I don't hate on him, Night Shyamalan, uh, until Lady later the, on. The Lady in the Water. Yeah, Lady in the Water was cute. Lady in the Water was a cute movie. Howard. I like the that idea. I like the idea, and I like the idea of the village. I to love me, the village. to me, the village should have been a 30 minute long movie, and it should have been mm-hmm. an episode of the Twilight Zone. I thought it was a cute story. They dragged it out too long, so I was a little bit over invested in it, but I wasn't mad at it. Signs was absolutely. <laughs> absolute garbage. Signs was absolute garbage because they teased this thing and then they gave me the thing that they were teasing. There was it wasn't that I needed the swerve. It was just like, could it be aliens? Oh yeah, there's a freaking alien. There he is right there. Well, what the crap are we going to do now? We we you know, we going to fly a crop duster up into their, you know, spaceship's bunghole? No. Push it. Push it in the pool. What are we going to do? Yeah. Oh, water. Well, why, why the crap? Well, how, well, because there's water all over the house cuz the little girl. Well, what the crap about the other people on the planet? They got a little girl that's got neuroses and leaves bottles, classes of water all over the place. This was the stupidest, like, it didn't even make sense as a movie. That It was absolutely unforgivable. And you know what? The cast of that movie was a great cast. The setup of that movie was a great setup. The movie went south the minute they showed us that it was an actual alien, and I went, seriously? Like, okay, now I'm waiting for the village thing going, psych, it's not really aliens, it's really, I don't know. And But what could it possibly be? Maybe it's just that plants are going to take revenge. No, that was that other movie, The Happening. <laughs> what? No. So you're telling me that you were whelmed. <laughs> I wasn't no. whelmed. I was I was just, what's, what's, what's whelmed but with throw up in your mouth? That's what I was. That's what I was. Whelmed. Welched. That's what I was. Projectile whelming. Yeah, Signs is a really good example of a movie that ended atrociously. Can you see me whelming? What else you got? Uh, Heroes, but mostly because they never gave it a chance. Heroes ended just because like they didn't give it the, se- the next season. That's it what was I'm just saying. like, like uh, by the was- way, here's this thing next season on Heroes. And- Nothing. <laughs> I didn't watch Crickets. Heroes Reborn, but that got canceled real quick. Nobody watched Heroes Reborn. That's why it got canceled. Um, Green Lantern sucked. Well, I mean, at least it has Green- nothing to do with the conversation. I'm just okay. saying in general. Parallax, <laughs> Parallax was a was a he underwhelming. Was a fart. <laughs> he was a fart. <laughs> he should have been a giant space bee. I wanted to see Parallax <laughs> fight against Galactus from Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver no. Surfer. No, I don't want to <laughs> see a fart hug. Gaseous <laughs> membrane, meet gaseous membrane. <laughs> this one's got a head, and it looks like. This, this one looks like a hand. It's like the meteorological Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, the guy screaming like a girl with his big old fat head. Get out of here. I don't need you in my Green Lantern movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. stupid. Yeah. I didn't need that ending. I needed Sinestro See, to bring this is, Sinestro this is, what, this is what Zack Snyder has done to him. Uh, <laughs> he is now. Oh, God. <laughs> He's turned, my friends. <laughs> I need, a, I need a. We don't go to Ravenholm anymore. I need a shock blanket <laughs> <laughs> and a quilt. Um, all right, I'll take. My wife tried to be really nice to me, <laughs> and uh, and she bought us tickets to go see a movie on opening night, midnight opening night, because you know that's like that. Look, I mean, if it's worth. So she brought me, and we sit down in the theater. The screen lights up. The show starts. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh... She tried to be nice to me. No, to her credit, none of us knew what uh, knew. what a turd it was going to be. And I remember watching that movie, and you know what? I I I stuck with them through the nuclear bomb refrigerator scene. Nuke in the fridge. I even overlooked Shia LaBeouf going all Spider Man Tarzan swinging through the the jungle. I overlooked it. <laughs> I stayed with them. Insane. But that ending. What was the ending? Did you not see it? No, but I have no desire to, so please ruin it for sure. me. Sure. Hey, there's these crystal skulls. Oh, they're secretly the keys to a UFO. Woo-wee-woo. This whole pyramid is really a UFO. There's the aliens. 
Were they allergic to water? No. They were allergic to... So you just to, uh, don't like aliens being shown, then. They were allergic to uh, to good ratings. Uh, aliens are just kind of a gimmick, unless it's aliens. Alien. Mm. And aliens. An alien... Yeah. There it is. We're, in, we're ending on a positive <laughs> note. Yeah, and it, but it was just like you, you wanted it to be... Like, here's a guy that in his first outing went toe-to-toe with God's answering machine. Okay, yeah. you got. I mean, the, the Ark of the Covenant. Don't look, Marion. Ah, zombie oh melting goodness. face. I mean, I'll even I give a pass. I'll even give a pass to the to the to the Temple of Doom because you know, Molaram, Kalima. You know, I'll see you in Kalima in heck. You know, and there's there's all that. You know, and and then absolutely hell because he had data in it, right? And then the, the Last Crusade was just brilliant. I mean, oh, just I yeah. perfect. I love the Last Crusade. It's like, you know, we, we named a dog in Gianna. Whatever. I mean, it's just such a great That's movie. That's for And then it's like... Dad, what? Aliens. Yeah. Aliens. It's like... It's it's almost like someone took Indiana Jones fan fiction and just said, hey, yes. let's make this into a movie. So it's the alien resurrection of... No. I think it's... Wor- I think Crystal Skull's worse than Alien Resurrection. I think it is. Yeah. I like Alien Resurrection. I'm sorry. I have Alien Resurrection. I've never seen it. Even if Crystal Skull... It was the largest drop in quality from one movie to a sequel that I think I've ever seen. The largest drop in quality. So not like the Star Wars? No, I think that the the prequels hold at least an average closer to the original Star Wars than Crystal Skull did. If if, if Star Wars is 100%, and I'll even give Indiana Jones is 90%, I'll say I'll put Star Wars above Indy, which is a stretch, but if Star Wars is is 100% and the prequels come in at 50%, Indy's at 90%, and Crystal Skull's at about a 10%. It's really, it's just unwatchable. It's so bad. It was just so ridiculous, and not even, like, it didn't even, um, it was so out of character for the entire storytelling, for the lore, it was, it was stupid. When I first saw it, I saw it with my grandpa. And they're making another one. Yeah. Why? Why? Who's going to be in it? Hey, Harrison Ford. Why? <laughs> yeah. And Steven Harrison, Spielberg. go sit in a chair and, and, and enjoy <laughs> Here's the rest what's of Let Callista bake you some muffins. Here's what's going to happen. <laughs> is in the middle, At the end of the movie, they're just going to kill Indiana Jones. Does he even want to be in movies anymore? Someone's going to stab him <laughs> through the he, chest. I thought he hated movie I, doing things. I saw the... Fo- I, saw I hate movie doing. Like, I, 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 I hate movie doing. I I heard that... I thought they were going to make like a reboot with uh, Chris Pratt, and I was going to be happy with it. I even switched my Indiana Jones head out with my Star-Lord head yeah. so that I could have a Chris Pratt Indiana Jones in anticipation for that moment. But they're like, no, we're just going to bring back Harrison Ford who hates his job now because you know that we won't if, let unless him, they make him time, Unless they make him time travel and no, then you stop, meet young stop, Indiana Jones, it, I'm making a better Sorry, sequel uh, than Kingdom dead. of Crystal Skull. I'm just saying that right now, if Chris Pratt and Robert Downey Jr. ran for president, they would win. I don't even care what party they ran for. <laughs> Pratt Downey Jr., 2016. Pratt Downey? Yeah. The political thing that's extra soft. It's political. <laughs> that's right. Political. Um, uh, here's another one that I I wrote down um, when I'm talking about bad endings, is um, and now okay, my wife would be the one that says this is a bad ending. I didn't I didn't dislike it, but my wife about threw her popcorn at the screen and cussed at the end of not one but two Marvel Phase One movies, and that is Thor. And especially Captain America. I could I, I disagree with their wife so much. No, on I, those. I know, but you have to understand her logic. But I get it. I, I had a it. date. He, my, she was so mad that Peggy Carter 
and Steve Rogers never made that resolve. Yes. And then when Peggy shows up in a, in the was it Avengers? Uh, Captain Winter America Soldier. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. When she she shows up in Winter Soldier, Sheena's like, "Oh, this is a bunch of crap." Like it just like brought it up again. And then she was so mad. She's like, "That's not cool." And then when we really we, we saw Thor, and she's like, "Seriously again? Like are you seriously?" And uh, I don't like Thor. She did not like you. Shut up. You Thor shut was up. So good. I Thor. That's Thor. My least I, favorite I, I, of all of them. More. What about the Hulk? The Incredible Hulk. I'm not saying it's I'm bad. Incredible Hulk I'm not good. saying it's bad. No, I'm a Hulk the, fan. The, well, here you go. Least favorite of all of them. Worst ending in a Marvel movie. Iron Man three. Yes. Aww. Okay. Never mind. I, I know. No. I, no. Iron, Iron Man three I forgot is about terrible. Man 3. The ending of Iron Man three is Dan. He's like, I love it. <laughs> I have a tattoo to my arm. <laughs> uh, Iron Man three is. It's not. It's whelming. I appreciate the fact that they tried to make Tony Stark the character instead of Iron Man, but I can't stand bad writing, no matter how good the uh, buildup is. Having, what's his face? I can't even, I don't, Killian? Alder Killian. Alder Killian. Why on earth was he the bad guy when the Mandarin, fake as he was, was infinitely more interesting? I'll never know. It was fantastic. No, it was not fantastic. No, See, no, Killian, no, the, 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 the persona that, the Killian was terrible. The, the, fact the, that, the fact that Mandarin went from being a really, really cool, like, terrorist, interesting, like, timely, actually uh, mattering to our society at this moment in time, to a corrupt business guy? Who like had Super Saiyan powers? Like that's not interesting. Anyway. Now, now hold on, hold on. I, I think that's a misinterpretation of what what actually happened because Aldrich Killian was not the Mandarin. He he says I'm the Mandarin, but he wasn't the Mandarin mm-hmm. uh, because later on in, uh, in in Hail to the King, All Hail the King, they did a, one of those Marvel one shot movies where Trevor goes to jail and he's a big celebrity in jail. That's that's. Uh, Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin, the, the fake Mandarin, goes to jail and he's been being treated like a rock star because all the, they're like, oh man, do the voice. He's like, and you'll never see me coming. And you know, he's so they're interviewing him. This documentary crew comes in and this guy's doing like these interviews with him to find out, like, you know, you really did all these things. And then the to spoil the end of the movie, which is a delightful little 10 minute romp, really, really amazing, the documentary guy, his camera pops a gun out and uh, an extraction team busts into the jail and takes Trevor away and the point is this he's like you didn't even research your role you didn't know that the Mandarin you know that you were copying is a real thing and he does not appreciate being mocked and basically the real Mandarin that's out there comes and snatches Trevor presumably we will never see him again in one solid piece brilliant brilliant I think that was their way of of I don't know if that was their plan. They, from what I read, they said that that was that was part of the original idea. But why don't you just put that at the end of the movie, like being one of the post credits? It, it but it was a cool bonus feature on the DVD, I think, for Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. yeah. And it was really, 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 really good. And it, to me, it satisfied the Mandarin not being who he said he was. But Aldrich Killian was just like, and now I'm a fire breathing dude. Oh, now oh, I understand oh. that Iron Man in the comic book fights against big giant dragons with purple pants. I get Fin Fang Foom is a thing. I understand that that you know you can't just have him keep fighting as dudes in suits of armor over and over again because that gets boring. But then Pepper Potts gets powers, and then what do they do? Since we cut out the Chinese scenes, what do they do? He basically just in a voiceover goes, yeah, and then she got better, and then uh, I just decided I'm not going to be Iron milk, Man anymore. Milk. Yeah, it, it was like uh, what a oh, dumb ending. Random milk. So uh, talking about endings, I thought that the, the ending was bad. The only thing that I thought was redeemable was that he he saved Dummy. 
the claw arm. Oh, <laughs> I did. I mean, I also enjoy. I liked the part of him like in the town. I thought that was cool. Like, I liked. I liked I, the I first mind, two thirds yeah, of that movie. I didn't mind Tony Stark being a character, and I liked. I think I liked the mechanic Tony Stark. That's yeah. like I'm gonna build stuff out of nothing and kind of start from zero because that was uh, harkening back to his origin story, which is kind of cool. I don't know that I necessarily like w- w- him and Rhodey kind of going into the place like it's uh, a buddy flick, like a Lethal Weapon vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little different different I, vibe. I, rem- I remember in the, being in the theater where I sat in the theater. And when a when they do the swerver, uh, Trevor is not like the Mandarin. I was like, oh come on, because I really enjoyed. It. I thought he was great. But then when Killian, dude, those fired, trailers when they show him as like the, I'm like, terrifying. wow, this guy is gonna, this is gonna be the best villain ever. Yeah, and I'm watching. I'm like, I'm like, okay, that bothered me. And then when uh, Killian started breathing fire loudly, and I didn't even care. I went, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I was so upset. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was with my grandpa, and I just I see a lot of movies with my grandpa actually, apparently. Um, and we, I, I didn't know, I didn't like it. I, I just sat there and he was like, what do you think of it? I'm like, I didn't like it. <laughs> I don't want to be rude, Grandpa, but this is, I, I am whelmed. The popcorn was good. <laughs> I mean, so there was that. And it wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't bad. It's just the ending just took, it, yeah. it, it didn't make me, I was like, I, I was really cheesed off by this the This is kind of stupid. <laughs> well, uh, I, I I think, and this is, this is to me that this one song of bad endings, because this changed everything for me, was, um, the Return of the Jedi Special Edition, when they decided to forcefully <laughs> inject oh, no. Hayden Christensen into the end oh, of my movie, oh, oh. and I just what? Because like, what? what just who's that happened? guy? I can understand. I'm yeah, he wouldn't know who he is. <laughs> I've never. I've only seen one version. Your dad. Versions of you. I've seen. Don't you recognize me? But what it does? Uh, and no helmet. This is what happens. It has ruined the ability to watch that movie in any concrete order. Because if you watch it prequels first, you're spoiling that Darth Vader is his father. If you watch it original trilogy first, you're spoiling that Hayden Christensen is Darth Vader. Because you got. I mean, it's just you don't know who he is. That you te- you have robbed the emotional impact of what it was. Why can't it just be the guy whose face we just saw in the helmet? We'll understand. We're not a stupid people. George Lucas, you absolute horror of a human being. All right. <laughs> Who's the, who? Uh, forgive me, because I can't remember his name off the top of it. Who's the guy who actually played Darth Vader? Uh, uh, Sebastian Price? Shaw. Well, Vader. Uh, uh, Dave, Jones. Dave Prowse was in the Dave suit. Prowse. Uh, he was James Earl Jones was the voice. He was not the face. No. Who was the face? Uh, uh, Sebastian Shaw. Okay, I was about to, I was going to be like, man, Dave Prowse just can't cut your break. Sorry. First they take his voice and they take his face. Yeah. <laughs> I like George Lucas. Things end. Everything that, that that begins ends outside of God. You know, it, the the Bible starts out with in the beginning and uh, and and everything ends. Um, the good news is that Jesus says, behold, I make all things new. But we just have to understand that whether it be just the law of the universe of entropy, everything ends. And it's so important that you end well. If you tell a story that has like a great stand up and cheer ending, if you live a life that has a great stand up and cheer ending, it makes all the difference because it, it, it doesn't matter how hard you run and how fast you are and whether you've kept the pace if you can't go the distance if you can't take it down they, they say the last 10% is harder than the first 90% to, to end well is absolute mastery of whatever it is that you're working on I, I've seen these videos and I love it the guys they're in the big bicycle race Tour de France whatever it is and he gets right there by the finish line puts his hands up wipes the bike out gets passed right by it's like oh it's like, the agony it's like Lord of the Rings the, the, whenever they're trying to climb up the Mount, Mount, Mount Doom, 
man, it's like the longest, like hardest thing. <laughs> yeah, they're exactly. like crawling and like almost. I can't like, carry it for you, Mr. But ending while it's so important. We'll, we'll talk about Mount like, Doom. We'll go, go to where you're overlooking the the Promised Land, and you've got Moses and these people that he's been leading for mm. 40 years, and he's standing there overlooking this place that God promised that they were going to take him, and God's like. That's as far as you go. Not not so fast, Mo. He's like what, 120 at that point? <laughs> and he's you like, you can see it, but you. He's wouldn't. like, I'm right here though. He's like, you know, and but Moses didn't whine. He didn't complain because even though he didn't get the ending that that he wanted, he got the ending that he deserved, and, and he was he was settled. He was happy about it, and, and he, his he, he obeyed go God. In. Josh, Caleb. Josh, and Caleb, and, and the rest of the crew. But ending is ending well is super super important. Now again, we're going into Easter weekend here, and you've got an entire Old Testament that starts with with creation. It it. it twists with corruption and it goes to covenant this promise that God makes to Abraham that he's going to make a great nation out of him and what they didn't even understand the entire time was what that really meant wasn't you're going to have a place in the Middle East to call home it didn't mean you're going to have a whole bunch of kids and family reunions are going to be kicking what it meant was that that through this promise, I'm going to draw all men unto me. Through this promise, God says, I'm going to bring uh, the disunity back to unity. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bring hate back to harmony. I'm going to bring uh, this this schism to a point of salvation. And, and that's what God does. And we see that fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And even in the life of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is a charismatic leader. He's a wise, sage, uh, influential person in history. But it isn't until the point that he humbles himself to death and death on a cross. It isn't until the point that three days later, under his own power, he resurrects from the grave. It isn't until that point that we realize the true impact of what God's promise is. And the best thing is, that is not the end of the story. That is the point where the story kicks into gear. What happens after that is that God gives us his spirit. God empowers us to be his witnesses in this world. And we have the promise from the same God who promised that Abraham would have a child, from the same God who promised that he would deliver his people from Egypt, from the same God who promised that Christ would in fact come, that he would be born of a virgin, that he would uh, have followers, he would be betrayed by a friend, he would perform many miracles, that the, the blind would see and the lame would walk, the same God that promised that Christ would offer up his life on the cross and that three days later he'd be risen again that same God promises us that Jesus is coming back and at the end of all things everything is made right the promise that we have from God's word the promise that we have from scripture itself is that God has got the ultimate happy ending in store for us and people get a little weirded out people get a little twisted and you know I don't want to read the book of Revelation for my Bible study if I'm reading at nighttime because I get the heebie-jeebies when really that book is written to a church that was facing death and despair and, uh, and, and oppression to, to encourage them. I mean, when we think about the end of the world, the Bible tells us, therefore, encourage one another with these things. And we have to realize that whatever the incompletion, whatever the frustration and whatever uh, shortcomings we have in this world, whatever uphill climb we have in this world, whether it be sickness, whether it be poverty, whether it be loss or death or, or, or any of the things that come as a byproduct of the corruption and the broken relationship that we have with God, those are ultimately going to be put right. And it all happens because of the love of God. It all happens because of the sacrifice and the power of Jesus Christ. And it all comes that his word is true. He is coming back for us. So th- there is no kingdom of the crystal skull. There is no hopeless ending. The way that this story all ties together is that God wins. Love wins. The power of the cross wins and that we who have faith in him not by our own goodness not by our own religiosity but by nothing more than grace by nothing more than that we are loved and and the, the bible tells us that we can only love him because he first loved us 
we know that all things, all things, all things, and when the Bible says all, it doesn't mean some, it doesn't mean most, it doesn't mean quite a lot. It says all things work together for the good of those who are called according to his purpose. And we can understand that in the middle of struggle, Tori, in the middle of frustration and 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 doubt and anxiety, which I've seen in, in your life over the past couple of years, when you're overwhelmed by homework and you're overwhelmed by teachers putting pressure on you and you're overwhelmed by projects that you're working on with classmates that don't seem to care to the same level that you care. <laughs> that, Tori, graduation day is a promise and, and, it, 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 and it is coming and for you it has come. And, and that's something to be thankful for. You know, when you're at work or when you're at school or wherever you might find yourself, there's things in this world that... that they show no dawn of justice. They, they all they show is brokenness. All they show is hopelessness. All What's they show, the difference? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but we can be reminded that God is putting all things right, and behold, He is making all things new. And uh, it doesn't feel like maybe your story sometimes is going the way that you would have written it to go, and maybe that's all for the better. It, sometimes it doesn't feel like you can, you know, take the chicken crap you've been given and turn it into chicken salad, but. The promise is that Christ is making all things new, and we don't count the sufferings of this life. We don't count the problems of this world as anything more than what they are, a momentary affliction, uh, just a speed bump on the way to glory. And uh, I, I just hope to, to encourage you, if you've listened through this very long episode, if you've gotten through all of our dialogue and talking about everything from crystal skulls to deer meat chili, uh, I hope that this part encourages you, and I hope that whatever tomorrow holds that you'll have the strength to hold on till tomorrow because he is coming and he is faithful who has promised and uh, whether he comes back for you or whether you just end up making it to him first uh, we we keep our faith and we know that the fight that we fight is not one that's fought in vain because we fight for an eternity uh, we fight to to save the lost and to serve the one uh, by whom all things are made new. So if you're looking for a happy ending, my friend, you might not find it in Iron Man 3, but uh, you can certainly find it in the promises of God. So uh, check out the word and uh, know that God has said it, so shall it be done. Can I get an amen from the congregation? Amen. Amen. Well, we have just about reached the end of our road. Remember, all good things come to an end. And uh, with that... Uh, it's, I think, very germane at this time to acknowledge that this is perhaps a pause point for some of us, but it is a stopping point for one of us. Ugh. And um, the lovely Tory line, uh, you have been with us since episode one. Since pre-production. You, and before episode one, uh, <laughs> you, you've been part of our heart and part of our lives, and I know we're here with your mom and your brother, uh, but uh, we've only had you for a very short time, but the the impact that you have made has been long-lasting. Uh, you will not be the kind of person that comes in and then walks out and leaves everything the way that you found it. You, you are definitely the kind of person that shakes things up and leaves them shaken. I, uh, I would really, really hope... Uh, well, you know, shake and bake, baby. <laughs> uh, I, I really hope that we will continue uh, to honor you and uh, the, the commitment and the faithfulness that you've shown to this ministry uh, you know whether it's uh, just putting out a goofy show every week or whether it's going to a convention and trying to encourage somebody that's dressed up like an anime character or 
you know, anything in between. And, and we've been down all those roads over the past couple of years. So, um, you know, we we love you. I know I speak for all of us here when we say we're very thankful for um, for everything that you mean to us, for everything that you've done with us. And um, it will definitely, it will never, it, it is impossible for it to be the same without you. I, I, I say my that. my great honor and oh. pleasure <laughs> so, to be a part of this. We, we, uh, we, uh, we love you and we appreciate you very much, and that's why I brought presents. What? <laughs> it's a Chinese tradition. Oh. <laughs> and, this is from, and this is from all of us. Yeah, everybody chipped in. <laughs> Through spirit. I'll, I'll give you guys the receipt and you can reimburse me. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so first off, this was your hair color. At one time, yes, so. yes, it was. I and then he had to go and change it on us. In here, well, in here are a, a various sundry different things, each of which has a spiritual and encourageable application to them. So as you pull them out, uh, yes, that is empty. So that talks of, that that is a, d- a demonstration of how how empty our lives will be without you. It was all a trick. He he made up. It's an illusion. That is that also is empty, like the empty tomb. Okay. For Jesus. All right. Oh, that thing. Tori. As you open your first, I will say. What is it? I don't know. What could it be? It is. Captain Amiibo. That is right. Yay. There is always going to be something in your life to uh, to remind you there as you hold the Cap'n from Animal Crossing in your hands to remember that, that our island is always open for you to come visit Yay. anytime, whether you want to fish or catch bugs. Or catch bugs. <laughs> but just make sure you come at 9 or 11 because that's the best time. That's the best time. <laughs> All right, there's another one. That, yeah, there you go. Pull, pull, that, pull the, the larger one out, and we'll start from there. Yay, it, Timmy and Tommy. It is Timmy and Tommy. And that is a reminder for you that if you can do something good and you can do something quality, never trust someone else to do it the same level you will because they will just talk too much and annoy your customers. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. Oh, I've been practicing. Uh, whole, is there something else in there or is that it? There is. There's yeah, okay, that, yeah, put the other one back and take that one. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is uh, because there are certain things that you just – you need to get caught up on so you can get on our level. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I it? need to spend time watching <laughs> the Goonies, Gremlins, and Gremlins Especially two. Gremlins 2. We, <laughs> this is, uh, I, I care not about Gremlins. When you watch Gremlins 2, just remember <laughs> that Steven has no taste in movies. <laughs> no, that's not the case. Really, I, got, that good. I, I was trying to get it's to the Goonies, but I can only find it in a three-pack. So <laughs> the other, the other one's perfect, oddly though, perfect, like, right? Like the only reason that's even acceptable to me is that they all start with G, so they won't mess up your D, your <laughs> you go, Blu-ray yeah, collection like, if you, you put them alphabetically. You can have that be your Christopher Columbus uh, collection. Oh, yeah. that's Watch right. on Columbus Day. Um, okay. and, yeah, and then the last one is this. Hold on. Okay. It's uh, just to remind you that no matter how far away you go, not only have you made an impact in our lives – but uh, you have left us empty-handed in one way. And I want you, every time you look at this gift, I want you to be reminded that you owe me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. There is a debt that you have never paid. And I don't forget these things. I'm sure oh, God, I'm in trouble. Here. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's fair. These are Rory's <laughs> story cubes. Aww. Because once upon a time, once upon a time, I asked you to draw a picture based on Rory. It was going to be a segment on the show. It totally was. And you never did it. 
Tori's my Rory soul. Story Cube. Well, you know what? You know what excuse you don't have anymore? Full sale. Correct. <laughs> so here is Rory's Story Cubes with a couple Yay. expansion packs for you. You don't actually owe us any drawings, but this is something to spark your imagination and possibly to inspire you someday you. when you just need a little bit of randomness in your life. Yes, thank you so much. This is from your uh, your Nerd of God cast crew <laughs> with our, our love, admiration, and appreciation. So. <laughs> and now, because we are technologically absolutely stunted, I'm going to present to you in the best way that I know how. Uh, we don't only have something for you from the Nerd of God cast crew. We also have something for you from the Nerd of God squad. What? That's correct. <laughs> so I'm going to have to figure out a brilliant way to edit this all together. Okay. But at this time, um, here is love for Tori. What? Aww. What's up, Tori? This is Christian. <laughs> I'm currently in the kitchen cooking while listening to the podcast, which is how I typically consume the Nerd of God cast. Uh, it's okay, right, Tony's just going on and on about something, so I'm just gonna ignore that for a moment to tell you we're gonna miss you. I am gonna miss you, specifically for these two reasons. Your obscure knowledge about uh, Nintendo, especially game designers in general, the artists who make the games happen, that's interesting to me, and I know nothing about it. I know nothing about it, and so I'm gonna miss uh, you, you know, explaining that to me. Uh, and and also, this is the, the dynamic you know, between you and Neff, Neff crossing the line. It's not gonna happen anymore. Who's he gonna cross? What is he gonna cross? It remains to be seen, but I'm sad that you're leaving and I have enjoyed listening to you. There is a light bulb over my head. It's called, great idea, stay, so you should stay. Hey Tori, this is Zach. Uh, just wanted to let you know uh, how awesome it's been to have you on the show. And uh, I hope you enjoyed being on the show because uh, I know that I enjoyed you being on the show. I. Uh, you know, you're going to be missed, and I just wanted to encourage you as you go on just to, you know, keep doing what you're doing and to love God while you're doing it, and, uh, well, you know, have a good day, week, month, year, life. Yeah. Peace off. Well, it's really sad to say goodbye. I know that I'm going to see you again, and we still have Skype and texting, but I just wanted to tell you how much I love you and how proud I am of you and how much you inspire me in my faith in God because you and your whole family, you guys are so rooted and connected with each other. It just, it gives me hope. And every time I see your face, I just get really excited and really happy because I love you so much. And I'm gonna really, really miss you. But I know that you're going to be doing some really, really amazing things. God is going to use you for so, so much. And I just, I love you and I'm going to miss you. But in case I don't get to see you before you leave. Hey, Tori. This is Pastor Jmart here. Lifelong member and sometimes guest panelist on the Nerd of Godcast. My understanding is that... Uh, you're going to be leaving the show. And I was so saddened by this news because I didn't even realize if you knew the impact that you've had on people. You may not even know the impact that you've had on my life. So I just want you to know that, uh, that we love you. We're going to miss you. Keep doing what you're doing. And keep doing it for God. We love you. Take it easy. And be awesome. What's good? It's your boy L7. Uh, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to 
toy or the lovely toy line. <laughs> uh, congratulations on your graduation. I'm going to miss you on the Nerd of God cast. I'm going to miss your wit, your sarcasm. Uh, but I know that God has great and wonderful things in store for you. So just stay focused um, and just keep it nerdy. God bless you. Hi to the lovely Tory line. First of all, congratulations on this huge life accomplishment. I know the graduation can be kind of scary and a little stressful, uh, but it's also really, really wonderful. I'll be praying that this transition goes really well for you and just keep loving God and keep loving people. And I think you're doing a really fantastic job of doing both of those things. I know that God's gonna lead you into great and wonderful and amazing things. And I cannot wait to see where he leads you. Just have fun with it. And again, congratulations. I know that so many people are probably so proud of you and I can say that I am too. Have fun. Hey Tori, thank you for being a part of the Nerd of God cast. It's, it's been a lot of fun. You've provided a lot of laughs, a lot of good insight. It's been very fun. Uh, thank you. Um, may God, congratulations um, on graduating and getting ready to graduate. It's very exciting, very awesome. Um, may God guide you in everything you do and uh, put a hand of protection over you wherever you go. You're going to do great out there in the real world. You're going to do great things for God. May you be a light for him into this uh, world that we live in. God bless you. Hey, Tori. I know we didn't get to know each other really well, but it only took a handful of conversations to understand that you are a very special person. And I was really sad when I found out that you were going back. So it's a sad occasion for me, but I know somebody with your spirit Nothing's going to be impossible for you. There's nothing but great things ahead, and I look forward to uh, watching from a distance. So don't forget us, and just keep your eyes on God. You're going to do great. Love you. Tori, you have been a very important part, part of the podcast since the very beginning. You have been a very imp important part of my life over the past few, past few years, and I know it's only the beginning. It'll be sad to see you go, especially because of the fact that there will be nobody to call Steven Steve. <laughs> hey, Tori. So, uh, so sad to hear that it's your last uh, Nerd of God cast. I don't know what's going to happen. Probably everything will, um, probably everything will just be terrible on that show <laughs> from now on. You were really the glue that held it all together. And um, you're gonna have to come back really quick because now Steven's gonna try and run things and um, that's not good for anybody. So uh, come back soon and visit often. And Alex is really trying to see Alex. She's, she's trying to become part of this. So uh, I gotta go, bye. Hey Tori, this is Andrew from Taco Bell. I just wanna say congratulations on graduating from college. Good luck in New Jersey and wherever your life takes you, I wish a good fortune. Bye. You know, it's weird because you're in the sunshine state, but you made it a little bit brighter by being here. I think that's pretty cool. So we're really going to miss you. You got to come back down for Disney, obviously. Everybody comes back down for Disney. <laughs> you got to stop by and say hi next time, all right? So we're going to miss you. Wish you luck in all your adventures. Have a go on. Farewell, my brave little hobbit. <laughs> Here at the shores of the sea, our fellowship is finished. Good luck, Tori. I'm gonna love and miss you. You're awesome.
get out of here. <laughs> you you bring out the best in people, and you inspire people, and you challenge people. Uh, you speak thoughtfully and carefully. Uh, you love people, or at least endeavor to love people, um, the way that God loves people. And uh, your thoughtfulness, your insight, uh, your wisdom, and your faithfulness uh, will always be an example to me and to everyone around you. Uh, I know that whatever you do, you're going to succeed. I know that wherever you go, you're going to make an impact. And I know that the person that you are, the person that you're becoming, is one that's going to bring God honor and glory. I'm so thankful that you were part of this team, and I'm so thankful for what you mean to myself and my family and to everyone in the Nerd of God squad uh, from coast to coast and around the world. Uh, there can only be one lovely Tory line, and you're ours. And we love you. We bless you. Thanks. The lovely Tory line, ladies and gentlemen. so blessed uh to be a part of i already have a like a great family but it's, it's cool to be a part of one that um kind of knows me like as an adult i know that was something that really stuck with me uh while i was here um so when you know a group of people that can challenge me and uh you know bring out the best in me i thought that i was you know the best when I was with you guys. You were definitely an oasis in a very secular uh, environment and atmosphere, and that meant a lot to me, um, to have somewhere I could like land and rest, and uh, this was one of those things. Um, interacting with everybody and just growing with you guys, and it was a, yeah, this was incredible experience and now I have family to visit in Florida <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that really you know has impacted my life and and I can uh, definitely you've made Florida worth visiting <laughs> other than Mickey no it's you guys you guys are definitely a better visit and experience than anything else I've done here so Thank you for, th I just, I didn't even know when you did that. I thought I was on the up on the social media, apparently. I am not. <laughs> um, I can have right. that, right? Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> but it stays here. So, it'll be on my phone. <laughs> Along with your PlayStation 4 that we promise you, it stays here. That's right. All right. Um, yeah, I am truly honored and humbled and privileged to be a part of this ministry and, uh, the impact that we make on other people and thank you for thank you <laughs> for the experience and the love and the joy and and the growth and you all mean the world to me so thanks <laughs> we love you very much Toriline <laughs> from the nerd of god squad all around the world <laughs> to uh, the nerd of god cast crew all around the table and uh, for the lovely 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 Becky line <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the incredible Daniel line for producer Stevo Quentin Neff and for one last time the lovely Tory line. I'm Tony T. Until then, we ain't gotta go home, but, but we, we can't, can't stay, stay here. here. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>